What's up guys, welcome to the X-Bearded Podcast. I'm your host, Doc's Bearded Reviews, and my co-host is Andy Black, aka Beard Tings. Please make sure you jump onto our social media profiles to ensure you stay up to date with all the latest information. So for myself, it is Doc's underscore Bearded underscore Reviews on Instagram or Doc's Bearded Reviews on YouTube. And for Andy, it is Beard Tings on Instagram. Just remember, the Expedia podcast is all about having fun. It can be quite controversial, but our aim is to highlight some of the small batch companies and what's going on within the small batch UK industry. I hope you enjoy it. Please get in contact. And remember, stay safe, stay bearded. And we are live. Hello, uh, welcome to the Expedited Podcast, episode two, the ones with the reviewers. Um, obviously, myself, Doc's Bearded Reviews, Andy, Mr. Beard Tings, and we are with us today. We have Rusty Reviews from Rusty Reviews, um, and Johnny Bearded Yorkshire Lad, um, obviously from Bearded Yorkshire Lad. So, welcome, guys. Thank you for coming on. You are um, welcome. Johnny, I've seen on the uh, on the Instagram you are uh, ready. You're live and kicking, and you've got your your drinks ready. What you uh, what's your brew today? Uh, well, I'm drinking Guinness for John, but I've had uh, I've had a black sheep. I've had uh, an orchid in, and uh, just had a bit of Dutch courage. Hey, <laughs> Johnny, so, there, Russell. I'm ready for that, boys. Ready, ready to start the party, Rusty. What you, what you want tonight? I've just poured myself a, uh, a uh, rum as well, mate. Nice spice rum. I've got a selection of craft beers. I've nearly finished. I've nearly finished one as well. So, um, yeah. Cheers, boys. Cheers. We're gonna have the, uh, yes. the joys of you trying out a few beers tonight, uh, live online, aren't we? Andy, yeah, those two, those two are brand new. Never tried them before, so I might be, I might throw up live on air. You never know. <laughs> we'll go for it. Andy, you got your beard things. Mark, what you got on tonight? What have I not got on, Dan? What have I not got on? Um, just had a Loch Lomond. Absolutely beautiful. Seeing as I am up next to Loch Lomond at the moment. Got my Guinness, just for you, John. Just for John. I've got Bud Light and also got the wild card. Bit of drive. <laughs> yeah, buddy. <laughs> Fucking dangerous. Uh, dragon soup. I know, man. It's disgusting. <laughs> hey, listen. When in Rome. When in Rome. When in Rome. Oh, I've also, I've also got a, a new lighter as well. Kind of really you guys notes, but uh, oh, got a little. A little closer. A little closer. What scent did you go for? This one. I did the vanilla killer. And I've also got, a missus has got the black oak. I've only done uh, vanilla killer and black oak. I made them in black wax as well. They look pretty cool. First time I've ever made candles. And it's, it's quite easy, to be honest, because I just use the scent profiles that I've got. So, yeah, they're cool. My little party piece. All right, let's see who we got with us. We have got Jordan. 
was here massively early. I think he was here actually before I, even I jumped on. Um, <laughs> sort of way half past eight. I jumped on um, sort of in the background. Jordan's just like, first, I'm here. So, as Jordan, we've got Scott Evans, who's in with us. We've got Nez back in with us. Who's with us last week? Anthony Jones, once again. Show you Guinness, big fat. Here we go. Hey, proper stuff. We have got. Hey, Marriott here with us as well. And Beard Lucian. Oh. Here we go. Oh, yeah. I got your package, bro. Thank you very much. Mine's in the the drawer back there. There it is. I like it. Already someone having a go at me saying I'm on the fruit shoots. I'm I'm actually, I'm on a desperado. So I'm not too bad. Yeah, tomato, tomato. <laughs> right. So obviously, Rusty, Johnny, welcome. Um how are you guys? Rusty, what you uh what you been up to, man? Uh work. Just finished four days off work. Today's today's my first day off, so um just chilling out a bit today. Um like I said to you last night, I was playing a bit of football manager last night and uh that carried on into today. <laughs> I haven't done. I ain't done nothing today, boys. Um, but no, yeah, I've been trying out some stuff. Uh, ready for review this weekend. Uh, be out Monday. Um, a Titans tail. I'm reviewing for Monday. Oh, love it. Absolutely what's, love it. What's in? I, uh, I, I, do you know what I do? Right. This is how I review, and people might not always agree with this being a nice process. But I tend to not look at names, send profiles. I, I literally will smell them, wear them, and then look at the scent profile and stuff on the day when I start to write the profile. Yep. So I, I'm 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 learn trying to learn about it as I go along rather than having a preconceived idea of what it should smell like. But I think it's like it's the uh, grandpa's allotment. Is it that one? I think. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yes. <clears throat> um, I gave up on the pipette as well. I just pour it in my hand. It's just so thick. It just doesn't yeah. work. It, it just doesn't, doesn't work very well. So yeah, I just pour it straight in now. You, just be you, get, about, you get about a quarter of a pipette. Yeah, it's just so nice. Oh, I'm not going to give too much away because obviously there's no point in watching the review on Monday, but I, I'm, I'm a big fan. Big fan. Yeah. I, big love fan. I love the packaging. Man. I love the little tartan ribbon. It looks really cool. It it's just really ties cool. everything together, doesn't it? Just Yeah, no, it's great. <laughs> <laughs> no pun intended there, eh? <laughs> Yeah. No, that was an accident. <laughs> all na- all that, was a, that was a beer talking. <laughs> Johnny, man, what have you been up to? I've uh, got a new job, so my time at home's a little bit less because I work shifts and stuff, but I just got to a point last year where I don't like, boss. I don't like it. <laughs> so I've got a new job now, so much happier. Well, mentally, I mean, it's Whacks me in pocket, but you know, money can't buy happiness, can it? So, yeah, definitely, my review of beer things will be going out um, either tomorrow or Monday. Um, I've also got some stuff delivered from Rune Silk. Um, I've also got Rad's 
beer butter and his uh, mum and Bridget oil, which is a bit different to what I've tried before. It's got um, it's very unique, shall we say? It's 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 not what I thought it would be, but I like it all the same. It's, it's good stuff, but I don't give too much away like Rusty. Otherwise, I'm not quite watching reviews. <laughs> so I have started to structure my reviews now um, because they're a bit all over the gaff, a bit all over the shop. So, I mean, I didn't know what was going off, so nobody else knew what was going off. So I've kind of got some different sections now to make things easier for everyone to understand rather than just waffling on. As I do, because I talk shit most of the time. <laughs> Nice, man. Johnny, just do me a favour. Come a little bit closer to the camera because you're a little bit quiet, I think. It might just be me. Or you can just give us a shout either way. Right. Well, hey, hey, up. Can you hear me now? <laughs> hey, up. Hey, up, lad. Hey, up. Hold on. John from Big Fat's trying to call me. I don't know what's going on. That's not very helpful. No, he's not. Exactly. I'm, I'm on live stream and he's 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 calling me. Just put it, just put it in the message. Just put it in the uh, in the message, mate. It's fine. Absolutely ridiculous. Uh, where are we get uh, so Annette from Face Fur, obviously in with us today as well. Thank you. Um, she caught up. It's been to her within the week, and um, she um, she said she watched. Last week, she was on the catch-up, and then she's joining in with us this week. So thank you very much for uh, coming in with us. Big, 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 big fan of Face for a Beard Care as well. They do great stuff. Great stuff. Yeah. Great scent. Great packaging. Great look. Great company. There we go. Uh, I know now why John decided to um, to call me, because he tried to be polite, and, and I've literally just kind of stitched myself up, because I managed to spell reviews wrong. Um, <laughs> Quite embarrassing, if I'm totally honest, considering that's pretty much well, it's, it's, it's in my title as well. Um, I think typos is sort of my trademark now, <laughs> that's my thing, pretty, pretty much, isn't it? It's, um, everything I post, almost everything I post, I'm like, oh, it's even even like the kind of videos I do, I'll post it like last night, I did, I did one and I put it up. I know it was, I put what's coming for beard things, what's happening for beard things in 2020. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, I think everyone's still struggling to uh, to jump from 2020 to 2021. Yeah. I know I've done it quite a bit from now, but um, it's all merged in. It is, it is. Uh, right, lads. Obviously, part and parcel of what we do is our company shoutouts or reviewer shoutouts, depends on what you want to do. Um, so, Andy, do you want to jump out with your one for this week? Yeah, my shout out goes to Beard Illusion. Uh, we've been speaking quite a bit. Um, he sent me over his oil and butter. I literally just got these about an hour ago. Um, picked them up from my house, came back to Mrs. I've had a little sniff. It smells beautiful. Um, actually, I've done what you, you, what you were saying, actually, Rusty. I haven't actually looked at the stamp profiles yet, but the oil I've got is, um, was it? Maman Bridget. Bridget. And it's very sweet, um, kind of bubblegummy, candy, sweet, very, very sweet. It's a nice one. I do like it. It reminds me of like kind of candy. And then also the butter I've got after dark. And mm. um, I love. Well, so so I said last week that Odin's beard care had the best butter 
And um, Beard Illusion took me up on the challenge. He goes, I challenge that, I'm going to send you one. And he sent me his, and holy shit, it is the fluffiest, lightest butter I've ever used. Absolutely beautiful. You can see I've stuck my finger in it already. I've got a bit in now. I'm getting a bit kind of like foresty pine notes. Um, beautiful, really, really nice, natural scent. Um, so the, but the two of them are really different. So you've got that, which is very sweet, and this one's really natural, foresty. Um, love the packaging. The actual packaging he sends, it comes in with me. But it's a little envelope that stamps, um, the little wax stamp on there. The presentation, the packaging is brilliant. Um, yeah, amazing. Really, really cool. There's really cool stickers, actually, as well. Uh, nice little note in there. Um, anyone who wants to buy something you haven't tried before, give Beard Illusion a go. Really, really cool stuff. I'm impressed. So thank you very much, bro. Lovely. Rusty, who is yours for this week, man? We're going to go with uh, Lakeland Beard Care. And it's not the cleanest of packaging right now, but these are the free samples of his newer or newest range of butters coming out. So there's three scents here I've got, which are Squeeze the Day, Man of Mystery, and Forbidden Fruit. The one I've been wearing loads, uh, basically all the time, because it's so great, is the Squeeze the Day, which is actually an, it's an orange mocha, and it is uh, it's so good. And their butters, I don't know if I'll be able to show you very well, his butters are kind of... They're kind of they're on the dense side, if that makes sense. So they're very they're very heavy to look at, and then when you when you actually get them out, they are so they're it's like a re, it's almost like a paste. But they oh, yeah. oh, when they get going, mate, just open that up. I want to eat it. Oh, but yeah, Lakeland Beard Care. I feel like they go a little bit under the radar in the community. Everyone knows about them, but hasn't really tried them, if that makes a lot of sense. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, I haven't given a go, but I see them a lot. He's, he's very good. Yeah. With I, I highly recommend them. The, the, the woodshed, the woodshed uh, combo that he does is, is, is amazing. It's like a sandalwood and lime. It's really, really good. Nice. Yeah, Lakeland Beard Care. Lovely. Johnny, who is your shout-out this week, man? Uh, my shout-out goes to Rad at Beard Lotion as well. Mm-hmm. Um, as Andy has said, uh, the beard butter is shit up. It's oh, nice and uh, Honestly, five minutes on your face, your beard feels softer. Like, well, it's one that's really soft. Um, and I've got the Mammon Bridget, and it does smell like bubble gum. But it's got, I don't know if you agree with this, Andy, but it's got like a bit of a, um, bit of a nightclub smell to it. Yeah, a certain smell. So it's a mix between bubblegum and like a nightclub. Um, Not the nightclubs that I know. <laughs> the nightclubs <laughs> up in, you don't smell like that. <laughs> was that was yeah, they're serving dragon soup, mate. Oh, yeah. Well, <laughs> <laughs> Not only that, but Rad, he's, he's got my sense of humour. He's a sick, twisted fucker. <laughs> and, um, we've had some right conversations. It's, yeah, yeah he's, a good, he's a good lad. Um, and his, his products are good as well, and um, he's not afraid to uh, tell you what he thinks. So if you say something to him and he thinks you're talking shit, he'll just say, look, you're talking shit, pal. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, right. he's, he's a good lad, he's rad. Yeah, definitely, man. Uh, what you got for us? So my shout-out this week, um, I've actually gone away from company, so I'm not doing a company this week. Um, I'm actually going to be doing a reviewer or ex-reviewer, whatever you want to call it. Um, so I am going for Spider-Man, 
Um, simply because you know he's he, he's in a great place at the moment. He's stepping away, um, having uh, a little one with his partner, and he's just sort of stepping down from active reviewing. He's still going to be doing little bits and pieces, um, but for me, um, I just love the fact that you go through his videos and he's always gives his opinion. He's very honest with everything, and there's a lot of details and a lot of honesty um, in the stuff he does. And just because he's stepping away. He's still going to be within the community, don't get me wrong. Um, but just because he's stepping away from active reviewing, um, I think everyone should jump on to <clears> his <throat> YouTube, um, have a look at some of the videos which he does. Um, he's done a sort of like a beard comb one recently. Um, and he's, he's the information is there. And that's the type of information which everyone within the community should be looking at. We should be going and going, right, try and pick up this type of stuff. So for me, yeah, my share uh, is, uh, is, is Chris today, Spartan Marriott. Jump on his YouTube and just gorge in the information which he can give you, man. No, really good reviews, really, really good reviews. I've, I've watched a lot of them. So, you did a review of my stuff as well. Amazing reviews. And um, yeah, good, good, good man. Um, it comes down from St. Austell. They still live down there as well. Lovely little area. Oh, if actually. I tag, if I could tag a little bit onto that as well, is when <clears throat> around the turn of the year, I, I, I was going for a bit of a a bit of a I was very indecisive about my position with reviewing would I carry on would I would I not etc and Chris actually reached out <clears throat> and just just we had a little to and a fro and a little chat and it really sort of helped put things into perspective so not only is he a good reviewer he's also the sort of guy that will take five minutes out of his day to um just see if you're all right and just offer a few little pearls of wisdom as well so yeah top bloke top bloke Exactly, man. And and I think that's something which, I mean, we, me and Andy touched on last week. And it's about sharing information and it's about, the, you know I mean, when you're doing something wrong, then obviously give information for, for why you're doing it wrong. And, and sort of just general knowledge, trying to sh share the knowledge, if you know what I mean. Um, and that's something which Chris does really, really well. He just gives out the information. As you said, he just, I mean, he drops me a message and just, we just have random talks and, and he's just, that type of person um, and that's why for me it's a case of once again yes he's stepping out of the limelight so to speak still but the information is still there and, and i really sort of beg people jump on have a look at his stuff um because it's, it's the knowledge is there and as we say as we all know knowledge is power all right we are there but yeah where are we um so uh, quickly just on the moment just on the note of shout outs i do need to do a little shout out, another little one Two, Chai Spirits. Sean, oh. Pretty Beard has just sent me one of his candles. Um, I don't know if you guys know Sean from uh, Beard of Bear Reviews, one of the lads. Trinity Beards, give him a follow. Give Chai Spirits a follow. He's dipping into the candle market. He's just sent me this. I'm using this tomorrow for my Valentine's Day dinner. It is cigar and cognac. It smells incredible. It needs to be made into a beer product as well. It's that good. Beautiful, amazing stuff. And it's all about cocktails and spirits. So that is actually a whiskey glass. So when you finish the candle, boil the water in there, get rid of it, and you've got myself a nice little whiskey glass. So shout out to Shire Spirits. Give them a follow, guys. We actually, uh, you not remember, we got told off last week because um, this was still a little bit supposed to be under wraps. Oh, shit, and isn't it? Yeah, it was supposed to be. <laughs> yes, man. It it's in the group chat. 
I didn't really want to get out yet because obviously he's not quite ready to put everything out. Um, but <laughs> just, <laughs> who, who, who needs who needs fucking enemies? You've got Andy. Sorry, Sean. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, I mean, crack on, crack on, Andy, mate. Go with it's it. Really don't even know about anything. Don't tell me. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, obviously, new uh, new person jumping in as well. Dave Wallace, Ni Viking, hey. uh, one of the <laughs> big fat madmen, as I call them. Um, absolute loose cannons. No matter what way you want to. Or where you want to point it at. Um, so obviously, guys, whilst you are within the within the um, chat, if anyone watching wants to ask any questions, throw them <clears> in. <throat> we'll keep an eye on them, um, and obviously, we'll pop them up as and when they come through. Um, but yeah, make sure you uh, drop us a message, and we'll go from there. So, guys, reviewers, you're the type of people who everyone looks to, whether you like it or not. People come to you, they ask for opinion on beard oils, beard butters, balms, beard care routines, anything to do with beards, because that's your place within the community now. So I want to know what your beard care routine is, because me and Andy have conflicting ideas of how to do trims and how to do stuff like that. Um, but what's your beard care routine? So we'll go with your trimming first. Do you self-trim or do you barber trim? So, Johnny, what's uh, what do you do, man? I go to barber, mate. I treat well, I treat it like a treat, to answer you. Um, so I go to barber, he chops my beard. We have a bit of a bit of laugh. Um, my barber is pretty smart. He's got a sweet setup. He's got a proper coffee machine. You can have a beer if you want a beer. Um, yeah, top lad. Shit football player. He likes to tell everyone that it's good, but he's not. <laughs> um, and uh, he's got a, a young apprentice with him. He's just got into barbering and stuff, so I let him cut the beard. Um, it just, I just, I just enjoy the banter. I mean, I, I can go and have an haircut, but I, I like to have a beard trimmed, especially when you've got all these young spunkers who have got, you know, little cat whiskers who will think, oh, you've got a beard trimmed. <laughs> you like, Fuck yeah, Tosser. This is a beard, lad. Let's look at the bollocks. Yeah, fuck all them either. But, but you've uh, got more hair on your bollocks. Well, so, some of these lads shave the bollocks of all, don't they? Because they like to make it look bigger. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm just like, I'm just like a squirrel, so whether I've got hair or not, they still fuck all there, mate. <laughs> So man, you are you're a barber man. So Rusty, what about you? Are you self trimmer or are you uh, you're a barber man? I am. Um, I haven't been to a barber now for since since before first lockdown, if I'm honest. Um so everything everything you see now is uh unfortunately of my own doing. So there's no one there's no one to blame for it going bad. Um but you know, I have got two two wireless clippers, uh, a lot a lot a wider head and a narrow header to to get all the little bits and bobs. Uh, the only thing I trim regularly is my mustache. I get proper fucked off when it end, ends up in my mouth. Every time you fucking get a spoon of cereal and it ends up, I can't be dealing with it. Honestly, it drives me mad. I'd love to have a big handlebar mustache and that, but like I just I get I just get too pissed off of it in my mouth. <laughs> 
too. Uh, but yeah, I'll probably probably every so when when my mustache gets pisses me off, I'll trim it and tidy up. So it's however long that takes to grow, mm. <laughs> and then I'll then I'll go again. Trimming's not really something that I'm that concerned with or bothered about, if I'm honest. Yeah, I'm the same as you. I I, I trim based on the mustache. As soon as that annoys me, that's time to give myself a shape up. I, I just even if I like drinking drinks and stuff, I just get like whatever, like water or tea or coffee or beer. I just feel it there. I just don't like it. Don't like it. <laughs> it's, it's yogurt. Yogurt is the absolute worst. Uh, <laughs> for some reason, you have a yogurt and it ends up like over here. No, it's, what the worst the worst is is all of us have a lot of length in the chin, right? None of you know when the food's in your chin. Yeah, no, don't. That's the worst part. The worst thing to eat is soup. Soup. I just get it everywhere. Like it, I look like a more uh, good. <laughs> you know, I, I, uh, I said to my missus when I first started growing and like a proper beard, and I went past that um, fashionable stubble, whatever you want to call it, um, and I, and we had this agreement where if I ever got food stuck in my beard, I would shave it off. Um, just because it was like enough's enough now. It's like every fucking dinner I'm sitting there and I've just got food stuck absolutely. I just said to her, I said, you know, I, said, I don't care no more. I've just, what I, I eat, then I go get showered just because there's no way you can last eating and, and sort of with the amount of shit which you end up in your beard afterwards. The real so, yeah. secret is putting a mirror by your front door so you can always have a look at yourself just before you leave, just in case. That's a good tip. It is, it is. It's not bad. Right, what have we got? Uh, Budgie, just dropping a quick question. So what am I reviewing next? So I'm actually dropping a, uh, a review tomorrow for uh, Nathan and Son. So I'd done a review for them yesterday. Uh, that's up on my website. And I'm also, that was for the oil. Um, and I'm going to be dropping a balm review for them as well. So it's a coffee latte is the oil and balm combo. It's extremely strong. Um, I mean, I'm talking sort of 10, 12 hours, and you're still getting strong whips of it. It's ridiculously strong. I mean, it matches some of Andy's stuff um, sort of when it comes to scent-wise. It's just so powerful. Um, I wasn't massively over-impressed with the oil, unfortunately, um, it's just a little bit too basic for me. Um, the branding sort of is just not quite there, but they are a young company and they, they've sort of got a lot to learn. Um, branding, and, yeah, branding is extremely important. Um, yeah. but the thing is, I was actually talk, talking to Nathan, the owner, um, and kind of after the review, um, and he just kind of said to me, when I understand what you're saying, um, <clears throat> we are going to be doing this and he, his next project which he's doing um fuck it you know i'm, I'm gonna tell everyone it's tough tough luck basically um he's <laughs> he's gonna be dropping a harry potter theme um oh. set of products so all the the product labels and all the names behind it is all going to be slightly changed to be going in with harry potter um so what which is really... drink they do it's a bit uh, something butter beer butter beer got to do a butter beer yeah, butterbeer, Johnny, say that one. <laughs> <laughs> what butterbeer? Butterbeer, beer, butter. Butterbeer, beer, butter. <laughs> yeah, it's a beautiful thing. That accent's a beautiful thing. <laughs> but yeah, so they're going to be dropping a, um, like I said, the, the Harry Potter theme type stuff, which I, I said to him straight away. I went, 
there you go. That's that's my issue with branding. That's resolved um, because that's the type of shit I want to see. I want to see creative branding. I don't want to see something which you're going to see in these um, sort of Amazon packages which you buy for you for, for your dad, um, which costs two pound ninety nine, and they're just the branding is completely boring. I, I kind of I want to see something different um and and so so do you shop with your eyes then dan when you when you're online when you're scrolling for instagram and whatnot do you pick out companies products you genuinely shop with your eyes first yeah yeah and And if i'm honest i think i think 99 percent of people do um simply because if and I, i will quite happily challenge anyone here when it regards to this you are unable to buy that product or 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 test that product before you use it so you have to look at the branding and you have that's the only way which you're going to you're going to see so branding for me is massively important and that's um that involves social media presence that involves branding um, of the actual bottle itself um, and it involves sort of branding the packaging and sort of everything to do with it. it is has to be there um, because you're not going to be able to smell a product before it turns up to you. I'm sorry. So, and this is where I'm saying branding is massively important. Um, as much as uh, Andy's stuff, like the beard things, I love the look of it. It's it's so different, especially the gold, um, uh, the gold yeah. chapter. It's just in your face, arrogant. Let's be totally honest. It's just <laughs> bang. And it's like a it's like a magpie. I look at it and I just go right. That that looks amazing. I don't know whether it smells any good until I buy it and it gets delivered to me. And then if I smell it and it smells like shit, I'm like, well, I've just spent uh, whatever twelve quid on an oil, which smelled like shit. But that's my issue. Do you know what I mean? And, and this is what I'm saying. Branding is massively important as a company. Um, you have to do it. Um, and this is this is my stance on it and this is kind of which is going into my reviews now as well um brandon is a big factor for me just because like i said we are all in this together and we're all yeah. buying stuff off of instagram um and i'm actually using my kids as, as kind of a bit of an example as well i'm literally grabbing them there and i'm saying to them right you quickly you've got five seconds go pick <clears> me five <throat> oils and they're just grabbing the stuff which they look which looks amazing and because that's what we're all doing as much as we think we're not we are. We all just looking at something like a magpie and going, "That looks good. I'm going to order it." Yeah, okay. it, it's, it's totally true. It's like when you go, it's like look at like the best food. Like you know, you go to these restaurants that's really good food. You look, it, it looks good. It's like you, you taste with your eyes. You smell with your eyes first, and then you get to taste it or smell it. But it's really important to have something that looks good. I think definitely. Well, as Annette just said, it it does need to look as good as it, it as it smells. That is sort of completely true. But once you once someone's bought it, you kind of it's too late. <laughs> I yeah. mean, all right, some companies may be nice and sort of say, "All right, fine, we'll we'll refund you or or whatever." But um, sort of on a whole, it's still very much going to be a case of, well, you bought it now. Let's be totally honest. I mean, uh, Johnny, I mean, what about you? What do you think? Yeah, well. Like everybody else, I think you look at something, you're naturally attracted to it, or you think, nah, look, shit, I'm not going to buy it. But just a perfect example is when I get beard products, I'll say to my wife, oh, look, so and so's come to my 
Oh yeah, great, great. Oh wow, fucking wasting your money on this, blah, 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 blah. Why didn't you sell any beer products? And this came. Word smoke is asked because I'm online with him, but his products came and my flat there, shit up then. Yeah. So it don't matter how they smell, it's people are naturally attracted to what the stuff look like. I mean it's like if you go to Amsterdam, you know, you might you might be some, you know, eighteen year old virgin in the <laughs> <laughs> you're going to think, pop that 18 year old, you know, bit of fucking crumpet and get with it. She can't ride your cock, and then you've got some fat fibers, slavering, siding, you know what I mean? <laughs> hey, you lads are laughing because you've been there. <laughs> Whose who's idea was it to get Johnny on the podcast? <laughs> <laughs> oh, Gold. Andy, man, what, what do you, what, Andy, what do you think, man? I mean, is is it is it branding or is it just? What, I think it's a mix of everything. So, like, branding's your first point of sale. You've got to have a good brand. You've got to be able to. It's about grabbing attention. Like, what is Instagram? Instagram is a currency for attention. That's what it is. Same with YouTube. Same with Facebook. It's a currency. It's like when you have a business currency for attention you need to get that attention draw first to make that first sale then you've got to back it up with a good product so like what i like to think i've got is good very good product i started off focusing on my actual product and made that good and i thought how am i going to make this look different and shout out more than, than everything else in the market all right i'm, I'm going to go all out on the packaging and do something different than no one else scott i think i've kind of done that i think it looks it looks pretty good but there's a lot of other brands that look really fucking good as well. And I think it's really important to get that because um, you can have the best product in the world that's just like a, pretty, a bit of a you know, plain branding, nothing special about the bottles, like same as everyone else. And you're not going to get noticed as much. People aren't going to talk about it as much. And people aren't going to try it and buy it as much. So I think it's a blend of everything. You've got to have a good looking product to grab people's attention and then back it up with some good stuff, I think. So... And um, yeah, exactly. I think customer interaction is massive. Um, and I think for me, that comes easy. I love chatting shit to everyone that speaks to me. I, I've, got, I've, I've made some really good friends from the brand I like, some fucking sound guys there. And, um, and for me, it keeps it fun. That's, that's my favorite part of it, is meeting new people and chatting with new people and getting feedback off them, I think. Yeah, but it's, I think it's, you've got to have everything. I mean, you can have something that looks really good. I mean, there's, a, there's a company I know, I'm not going to mention names, I think most of them know that they put so much money into their packaging and it looks really good, but it's just shit. I think a lot of us know who we're talking about. Um, but, but, but then if they had a really good product, it would do really, really well. And then you've got some other brands that have really bad brand, but then you can use the stuff and it's amazing. I think you've got to have everything. It's a, a bit of everything. <laughs> If, if I'm talking specifically from a review perspective, I think the difference then becomes the interaction you have with owners of companies. So, yes, you still shop with your eyes, but you, you also build rapport and, and, and relationships with brands and with company owners, etc. So, even if the well look you know I've, I've got the lakeland stuff it's in plain tins yes it's the trial stuff it isn't ready to go but i'm still prepared to put that on my socials uh even to the point of doing a review because i believe in 
the brand, the product, and the things that came before it, and the, the owner of the company. So, from a review perspective, it's slightly different. I think yes. I, I, if I'm at, if I'm looking for something for myself, I absolutely, I'm just shopping with my eyes. But when when it comes to reviewing, uh, <clears throat> I reach out to a lot of companies and speak to a lot of people, and then build, uh, like I say, like the interaction and the report, and then make a, an assessment based on on that. So I think there's the double edged sword of the being the consumer and the reviewer. That's a, a balance that. I think I've, I think I've, I think I've got there. I think some of us have, have yeah, figured it out, but it's it's hard. It is hard being a reviewer to single out a a product, a look that you're interested in, because you you don't want to end up just showing bias towards a certain brand company at the same time. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I think it's it's it is an awkward one. Um, sort of as as a reviewer, um, you, as you said, you do have to be unbiased and. I sort of I, I understand what you're saying, but as a role which which we are which we have, um, we are supposed to be here and we're supposed to be turning around and going right. This product is good. This product is bad, and sort of X, Y, and Z. Um, if a company comes to you and goes right, th- these products are not ready. They're not being released. They're trial tins or whatever. Then you do take that into consideration. That's completely fine. Um, However, if a company comes to you and goes, right, this is our this is our finished product, it's in its finished packaging, um, then at yeah. that point in time, you've got to make that assessment sort of well, for me. Well, I, I make that assessment and go, right, well, if that's your finished product, I'm judging you on the whole finished product product. Well look, look I guess all right then, a little insight into the way I review products, I guess. It's uh, maybe a little insider information if you want. So everything that you see on the channel has been not passed by the the company to make sure they're okay with it. I'll have a conversation with the company first, especially if there's something negative that I felt was, was part of it. And I'll speak to them first, um, tell them what was, what my issue was, what I thought, what I thought they could change to do differently, etc. Hobo head, for example, and Dan would have vouched for me for this one as well. The, the Brian took, Everything that I said as a criticism that I felt was a criticism took all of it on board. And I, I, I don't know if it's okay to say or not, and he's not here to tell me otherwise, but they have, he has an, a new range of products coming out really soon yeah. that have come off the back of both mine and, and yeah. Dan's up there, not up there, uh, that mine and Dan's reviews um because we had similar experiences with the products that we used so that's that's that for me is why i take things to the customer to the to the owners so then they can make a decision i'm still going to do the same review that doesn't change but they then get uh, an understanding of they get the option to, to 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 communicate and see well what can i do different what can i change or just go well it's my product tough shit it's th- that's their prerogative it's their product tough shit if that's what they want to do but it gives yeah, them the um, option that, yeah. that and, and that's that's why i like to try and build those relationships yeah. between brands I, and I think that's a big uh, a big telltale to see what what the brand is and like who the business, who the person is behind the brand it's like i love i, I prefer negative criticism to, to positive because positive stuff I'm like yeah cool great it's, it's good to know. It makes me feel good. It makes my boost my ego, but I don't get anything from it. I want I want the ugly shit. Like, what did you not like? What can I improve on? Because like 
I'm not here to boost my ego. I'm here, I'm here to give a good brand. That's what I'm here for. And if, I, and if I can do to make it better, I welcome that constructive criticism and go, right, sweet, let's, let's move forward from that. Thank you for that, you know? Yeah. And I think it's, um, it, it can be hard because me, me as like a brand owner, you do, your ego does get tied in with your brand and it's hard for it not to be. It's a natural thing for us to do. Because looking you at your products and that, Andy, and looking at your brand, you'd never guess that, mate. You'd never. <laughs> you'd... <laughs> yeah, I know. It's quite, but I think that's another important thing, though, as well. I think when you create a brand, it has to be you, because when you when you're doing social media content, it has to be natural. Like I don't, I won't like plan anything. I just do shit spur of the moment, and my brand kind of suits my personality. I think that's a really important thing. And um, but yeah, I think I think. When you see a brand that doesn't take criticism too well, you can't see a lot of space for evolution within the brand. It's just going to kind of continue down that one linear path rather than thinking, right, okay, I can improve this. I can do something better next time. I think that's a really important thing, really, really important thing. And I think that's kind of where I, I got that because I, I did reviewing first and then I went into Baker brand. But I think that's helped me out quite a bit, to be honest. So, Well, can I just say something on that fact? Um, a while ago, Rusty had a bit of a giveaway, um, and I was fortunate enough to win it. Um, I got the products, and I wasn't entirely satisfied with it. I spoke to the company, um, I gave them the positives, I gave them the negatives, and I got fuck all back from them. Now, if people look on social media, they'll probably know what I'm talking about, but it's been taken over now, it's under your management. Just say it, Johnny. Uh, uh, what the company? Black Box Beard Company. Um, Never heard of them. The nourishment qualities were all right, but the scent profile that I got was shit. Um, <laughs> about 30 minutes. That's it. 30 minutes. I smell it in the bottle. I thought, hey, this smells all right. Put it in my beard. Couldn't smell out. I put the butter in the beard, all I could smell was shea butter and cocoa butter. All I got were a chocolatey nutty smell, which were really disappointing. Spoke to owners at the time. Um, to be fair, they sent me out a balm and another butter of a different scent. Um, but I give them my full, honest opinion of what the products were like, and they just absolutely ghosted me. Yeah. Now, as things have been taken over, I spoke to them yesterday. Um, and he said, it, it didn't introduce himself. I asked him if he awarded him. Um, I sent him the original message that I sent to Adam, who was the original owner. Um, and he said, oh, I'll speak with previous owners and see what they say. That's not what I want to hear. They've taken over the CPSRs, they've taken over the company, the brand. It's down to them now. I don't want to know what they have a conversation with somebody else. I want to know what they're doing it, doing yeah. as yeah. the owner. Um, and uh, he sent me out some free some free stuff um, the vanilla killer smelled totally different to what it smelled like in its original form when I, when I first got it when it was <clears throat> a trial thing and it turns out that there were you know some mix up with the uh, vanilla and it's actually almond yeah it smelled <laughs> <really good. laughs> Almond killer. Yeah. Almond killer. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm not wearing a kit, I'm wearing an AK. Yeah. <laughs> but 
they were totally honest about it and said, yeah, you know, it were almond, not vanilla. Yeah. And um, the, the most important thing is he's got CPSR and he does it in small batches. So obviously it can relate everything back to which company certain stuff's come from. So that, that, that's all good. Yeah. <laughs> I was really disappointed because I wouldn't like it because it was free. Um, I wanted to like it because it come from Rusty. Um, but I couldn't, I couldn't just sit there and say, yeah, it's great. And I, I had to say yeah. something. I was really disappointed that they just couldn't be asked getting back to me. Uh, what a set of fucking planks. <laughs> yeah, mean, on that, like there, I did hear that he had it, it was more work than he realized it was going to be, is what my understanding was. And uh, he tried to, he approached a lot of company owners to try and buy the CPSR off him, is my understanding of that whole situation. Mm-hmm. I don't know who, and yeah, he was trying to flog his CPSR. Essentially, um, out of 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 out I mean, but, I can't see Andy taking on Blackwood Speed Company because that, that's not his vision. That's not not what he wants to do. And same with John. You know, John's got some really good products. You know, I mean, as far as dealing with beard and stuff, he's got some really, you know, his products are probably the ones that make the beard feel the softest and well nourished. You know, obviously it's got castor oil in it and it's, it's quite a thick oil, which I've got a thick beard and it's bloody beautiful in it. Um, I want to take somebody else's ideas. If you want to create a beard brand, you know it's it's, it's like like Anderson. It's, it's got to be yourself. Yeah, um, I've, I've seen a local company called uh, um, is it the Yorkshire Gentleman? Yorkshire Gentleman, yeah. And he describes his stuff as um, beard gravy. Now, if you if you're not not if if, if you're not <laughs> not, you don't understand this, but we love fucking gravy, ultra gravy. <laughs> You know, you were seeing Peter K. Gone through his fish shop routine and says, "As the old moist, even baby gravy, gravy. <laughs> yeah, baby gravy, whatever." I'll have some Two minutes later, piss. <laughs> yeah, I want to go as well. I'll be back in a minute, lad. No worries. So it's a, it's that's just me and you then, Dan. Yeah, yeah. Everyone, everyone, always wait. To be fair, like I said, Andy's. It, it, normally he has a habit of pissing on camera and just I think Andy has I, I watched last week and uh, I've been on like you say live streams with you guys before I think he has a child's bladder it's the only explanation pretty much yeah he, he's he's not um yeah he, he hasn't got much to do it um so Annette was just as sort of just said she didn't know that CPRs could be traded um it's this is um, something I, for you owners. You, the only ones that can really answer that would be you guys, like you and and uh, John and stuff like that. Like, how how does that work? Because I was really con- confused when someone when I, like I heard that it was being offered across. Like, how, is that even an option? That I guess the, you can't do anything to it though, can you? You it's not like you get the someone else's CPSR and you can tweak it. It, it is what it is. 
but this is if it, so for me. This is where I'm not 100 percent sure on it. Um, so as you said, it is better. I thought fucking hell, used to have got tiny bladders. Seriously, <laughs> um, <laughs> but no, you're, you're right. Um, so I mean, does it have to? Because technically, it with regards to Black Box, uh, Black Box, Blackbird. Well, I can't remember what the Black name Box, is. Black, Black Box, Black Box Beard Company. Yeah, because technically, it hasn't um, changed companies. It's actually stayed with the same company. All that's changed is the person ultimately behind it. Yeah. Um, so what's that? The uh, it's called the not. It's like I can't remember what it's called now. Um, but basically, there's one person who is the responsible person behind that company. It's a bit like being the leaseholder at a pub. Yeah. So yeah. So basically, so on the reports, there is what that one person. Uh, so it's like I think it's called the responsible. The responsible it, person. Or something like we that. talk about pubs. It's called the designated premise, designated premises supervisor. So it's a similar thing with CPSR stuff. But I, I don't get that. I don't get why you would buy it off someone else. I mean, especially if it's something it's not working. Why? Why would you do that? It doesn't make sense. Like, I mean, me as a business owner, if I if I made some products and they were shit, I take that as that. That's that's uh, you know the cost of business. You fucked it up. It's your fault. It's not a good product. Take that as your cost. Make another one. CPSR assessment is not that expensive. It can be a bit, but I mean, so I don't John, it's a bit strange to me. So John, that to request a modification is that would that be to could you re, uh, could you modify the carrier blend or is it just scent profiles or or what? Do you, if you know the answer, that would be like super helpful. Like. It'd be good to know that, to be honest. Any change, whether it's uh, seven profile or carriers, it's like it's, it's all part of the package. So, like, um, whatever you change, if it's carriers or um, scent, it's the same thing. You have to you have to do it. Different one. So, th so if a company discontinues the one of the profile, one of the scents you use, and you have to change it for for someone else, you you have to then go through that process again to mo to change it or. I'm not 100%. So, so say, for example, that when I do my CPSR testing, I get you your base your base product, which is your carriers, and then you can get six variations uh, on that. So that your variation is your scent profile. Um, I don't know whether you can contact them and trade it out. It depends on what company you use, I think, whether you can do it or not. But, I mean, I think for me, if I, if I, if I didn't like something, I just, I just get it redone. I just start from scratch, you know. Yeah. All right. So I want to move on to a few questions for you guys. So uh, we will jump back onto a few uh, <laughs> questions which are coming through. But I've got a few questions for you guys. So these are quick fire questions. All I want from you is your answer and a very, very, very quick explanation as to why um so we're gonna go always gonna we're, we're gonna go rusty first then we're gonna go johnny and then we're obviously rusty johnny we all go all the way through so rusty ready <clears throat> first question your best product which you've had and why quickly go, uh, not, go. not not because they're in the chat but face for a beard care uh oils are very good and and same as same as the balms, very they're almost a mix between a they're almost a hybrid. So I I, I enjoy them. 
Perfect. Right, Johnny, best product, why? Uh, big fat beard. I just enjoy the, I just enjoy the castor oil. Um, my beard sucks it. So it's, it's great stuff and it feels the beard. Feel, the beard feels nice and soft. Sean, Sean, Sean. Perfect. Right, Rusty, worst product would you have used? Go. Um, well, we spoke about this. <laughs> technical um, errors. Technical issues. No, 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 no. Look, look. I, I, I don't give it. I don't give a shit, guys. Midas beard care. Don't, don't even. If they ever approach anyone, anyone in the chat, anyone sees the comment, don't fucking waste your time. The bunch of cowboys. Best. All, all the gear, no idea. That's, that's the best way to describe them. Yeah, yeah. No, that's what I was talking about earlier. The company with the great packaging looks good, but then you open up and it's shit. Yes, King. Yeah, they came to me. Hey, King Johnny, got some free beer for us? Like, nah, you're all right. I'll fuck up. <laughs> it's the King part that gets me. King, what, what the fuck is that? What the it's fuck? almost like it's almost like they're it's actually reaching. It's almost like they're actually money. reaching down and grabbing hold of you, isn't it? It's, yeah, that's what it's oh, like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> fuck off. Oh. So, uh, all right, Rusty, who is the best reviewer around at the moment? Come on, go for it, go for it. Who's your favourite? Uh, do you know what? I, I don't have a favourite. But I probably watch I watch everything uh, Johnny puts up just because it's like a it's like a family it's like me and the wife sit down and laugh our asses off for twenty minutes <laughs> so it's nice. Um, but probably for for overall content and honesty and um, the way they deliver theirs would probably be uh, Cogger's Corner I think Cogger. right now. Johnny, who's your favourite review- reviewer at the moment? For any reason, doesn't whatever you want to want it to be. Me. <laughs> yeah, there you go. There you go. I'll, I'll, I'm happy with that. I'm happy with that. Right. So contradict to that. I quite like Rusty. It's, it's, it's pretty straightforward. It's pretty honest. He gives it. You know, he wears his out on his sleeve and stuff. Um, when it when it came to that Midas review, you could tell he was fucking torn. About you know bad feedback, but it felt like it was important, and I think that's really important. When it comes to reviews, the fact that he's willing to, <laughs> you know, even though you could see we're torn, he still wants to let people know that they were absolutely dog shit. Okay, big fat was just saying um, your woodshop review is probably the best ever, and I do you know I will admit to that that was fucking brilliant. Um, how you did that. <laughs> I did, you know, the, the only sad thing about that review was that you you know you guys know you've all recorded YouTube videos you know how long that took him to put together and the fact that he could never he can't emulate that for every video is what's so sad because it was unbelievable <laughs> you were right right so contradictory to that Who's your worst reviewer? Um, I'll give you a on that if you want. I'm <coughs> ten seconds to answer. Oh, come on! What did you What did you say there? Sorry, I missed that. Who is your worst reviewer? Come on! Um, come on! Come on! Uh, I'll give you a buy if you need it. You only get one buy throughout the whole set of questions. <laughs> you thought I was coming next. Do you know what? Right, honestly. And now this might feel like a bit of a cop out, but on my own worst enemy, like I genuinely 
genuinely will record and watch and record and watch and delete and re-record and uh, that i would probably i would i would to cop out and to hide away from actually answering i'm going to say myself because i beat my, i beat myself up over every video that is not good enough the video all everything that just yeah so yeah me yeah, i love that i love that johnny come on who is the one who you don't want to watch or, or read that's a pretty hard question, really. I can't, I can't say I shy away from watching anybody's reviews, really. I want to know what everybody's doing. <laughs> um, I wouldn't really say I've got a, a bad reviewer. Um, Is there anyone you don't enjoy? Or are you sitting on the fence on this one? I just don't have an answer for you. No, you don't have one. All right, no problem. Right, I'd have to say, I'd have to say, it's probably me, which is why I retired and started to make products instead. Your, your video review was shit. I'm telling you now. <laughs> <laughs> the only bit I looked forward to was uh, peace out. <laughs> um, <laughs> have have beard in face and peace out or whatever Andy used to say. <laughs> I think I did look right. In honesty. I appreciate how difficult it is to jump online, to record your own face, yeah. to edit the video together and to put it out for people to see. Yes, there are some people that I watch or have watched or, or don't watch anymore because like what, why fucking bother is probably the simplest way to put it. But um, yeah, yeah. I, I'm, I'm, I got that. Nah. <laughs> I'm probably I'm probably like one beer away from that question. <laughs> me just diving an hour in. We're going to ask. Let's car park that one. We'll come back with a few beers. Yeah. All right. Anyway, yeah. so on, on that subject, like, there's one thing. Like, obviously, I've done reviews. I get it. Like, there's one thing that irritates me in reviews is when there's no. Um, they keep they keep repeating the same descriptive words. It's really nice. It's really good. It smells nice. Yeah, yeah. It's really good. Well, why does it smell good? What about it? What does it like? What does it give you? What does it make you? Why do you like it? Does it give you a sense of nostalgia? Is it something in that, that you really like? What is it like? <clears throat> and tell and that's a conversation. Like. That's a conversation that me and Dan have had because, in terms of scent duration, I don't. It's not something I hold as being really, really high on my list of why I bought that product. <clears throat> so if I smell something and it makes me feel a way or, or, or makes me, it, 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 there's some sort of emotive connection to that smell. Yeah. I, I, I love that product more than something that yeah. lasted me two days. I just smelled constant. All I could smell was that. So if I if I fall in love with a product because of the way it made me feel, that yeah. means more to me than how Absolutely. long it lasted. Absolutely. That that's uh, one thing I had with tartan tail and um, apple spice and everything nice. It reminds me of mold cider. And yeah, Christmas markets. I, yeah, I used to take all my staff like every year. I used to manage bars and nightclubs in London. Every Christmas I'd take them all out to Winter Wonderland and we get smashed on uh, mold cider. And it's just it's nostalgic. It's, it just reminds me of good times. And that's what makes me like that product. And I think that's a big part of it. And I think that's what people need to include more in their reviews. Like, not just the factual data, this is this, this is that. How does it make you feel? Why do you like it? Like, your personal opinion. That's why we follow different reviews. And it's, um, I think that's the most important part, do you think? 
isn't that isn't that more sort of being um de- descriptive rather than sort of putting an emotion into it because an emotion is anything i think the emotion the emotion is easy to do with what i do and what johnny does it's easy to emote yeah. when the camera's pointed at you and you can you can really like like Johnny said when I did my Midas review. Even when I watched that back, I could see that I was like fucking my was ass hatred. was biting the fucking chair. Like I hated it. Like I hated it. But the to emote with what you do, Dan, is super hard. Like it's the hardest thing. Like there's no. It's almost impossible for you to write a paragraph that I can do in under a minute with facial expressions and gestures and and the way yeah. I feel in the moment that you just you just can never get across. I, <laughs> I, I have to use a lot of similes um, in order to put out my sort of emotion onto it. So I think my one was I had a reference to Andy um, it, it, with a Caribbean cutthroat. I can't remember what it was exactly, but um, there was there was some type of reference here. Um, whatever it was, it, but that's the only way which a, a writer of a reviewer can put it yeah. in. Um, there, there has to be a lot of similes. There has to be a lot of description. It is hard, don't get me wrong. But then the same side of it, I can't do video reviews because I hate looking at myself, um, sort of doing this type of stuff. So, it, you know I mean, it, it's a balance between. It's, it's the, easy when you look like this, mate. It's easy. <laughs> <laughs> right, anyway, I'm not finished with the question, so let's keep going. Yeah, that's cool, mate. You crack on. Uh, Can I give a shout out? Yes, go for it. Uh, I just want to say hello to Hayley Evans. It's Scott Evans' daughter. She watches all of us. Yeah. Um, she'll be 12 shortly. Um, and despite being 12 year old, she's. Uh, what should what, what, we say? Um, She's experienced in swear words and um, derogatory, derogatory terminology, shall we say. But, yeah, I just want to say hello to early. Thanks for watching. I know you're 12-year-old and stuff, but make sure your dad cover your ears, will you? <laughs> <laughs> What's up, Hayley? Yeah, exactly. Hello. Right, so, Rusty, what company has the best branding? When I say, I'm not talking about products. I'm just talking about social media presence, packaging, branding, and, and all that type of stuff. Who who have you gone, just like a magpie gone, what's what's your favourite? Beard, beard Monsters. Beard Monsters. There we go. Uh, uh, Johnny... Across the board. The, across the board, that's the, that, the, their social media presence. The Instagram is one of the prettiest that I've ever, ever looked at in terms of a company. And all the branding, the white label, black label, everything just, yeah. Hold on, just putting this one out for you. Hayley, uh, Big Fat Beard is going to send you a Big Fat Beard tea. And I'll tell you what we, what we'll what we try and do at some point. We'll get a, a, a collab of my daughter Freya and Hayley in a, a layout picture or something like that where we together. And, John, you can get that up for everyone I'll to see. I'll send the candles as well. Go on. Yeah. <laughs> if this, this prick just keeps fucking... <laughs> candles away, fuck <laughs> Johnny. <laughs> Company with best branding, go for it. Uh, drummer's call. I come, I come from a military background. I think it's simple yet effective. Lovely. Right. Here's a question for uh, for you both. You can try and answer it at the same time. 
If you wasn't both ginger, would you get more likes on your reviews? No. <laughs> You're a cheeky twat, aren't you? <laughs> <laughs> Look at this, eh? Oh, come on. This is this this is ginger, boys. Look, this is ginger. I'm getting fucking bullied here. <laughs> <laughs> Gin, gingers will take. Gingers will rule the world eventually, mate. Don't you worry about that. They're going to take us. Is, is it true that you don't have a soul? That's not <laughs> true. Do you know what? Do you know what? Genuinely, genuinely, for comedic purposes, I was going to do like a a a gin like a to squash ginger. Like stereotypes video on uh on uh to like a review style like I was I was really tempted and I still really am tempted just for comedic value like you know yes I can go outside during the day that that's okay but for may for maybe for shorter periods than 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 the rest of you but but I can it's okay as far as I know I have a soul can you tell me if you do. I don't. I definitely don't. On 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 my last um on that uh that video I recorded on TikTok today, I noticed that I'd been outside in the in uh, seven o'clock in the morning jogging, and I had incredibly red cheeks. Uh, there was no sun, but I still managed to get some sort of burn on my cheeks. It's, it's ridiculous. <laughs> well, my granddad, he's ginger, proper, proper gua. A gua is a ginger with attitude. When I was younger, they went out in a white shirt and uh, took sunburn. And he had... He had like a shirt with two shirt pockets. When he took his shirt off, his shirt pockets were white and the rest of him were red. <laughs> when you're when you're this ginger, when you're this ginger, a white shirt means only one thing. Everybody can see how pink your nipples are. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm being ginger, but uh, my grandma, True. she's totally different. She's got gypsy blood, she has. And she, she looks at the sun, she just goes brown. Honestly, she went to Malta and they thought she were Maltese. They're all talking to her Maltese. She's like, I don't have a fucking clue what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> right, jumping on to the next one. Uh, right, where are we? So which brand has the biggest ego? Rusty, go for it. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, so, sorry, I had, a, I had an itch. I had an itch. I was just dealing. <laughs> no, do you know what? No, 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 no. Hello, like, truthfully, yeah, he's got leaders left. He's like, no, no, truthfully, yes. Andy does. Andy does have a big ego, but Andy will. He'll open his. He'll open his doors. He'll let you come in and have a chat, and then he'll just kick you out and do what he wants anyway. But he'll take on board what you said. A company like Midas, they they, they don't. Because in my opinion, and I will continue to say this until I'm fucking blue in the face, it's dropship. It's a dropship company. That shit is bought fucking bat big batch from China and just poured into bottles and sold to you poor bastards that are stupid enough to pay 25 quid for a 30 mil bottle of piss. 
Like, <laughs> that's, that's what it is. But no, it's companies. It's not an ego thing. It's a I don't know. A company like mine is, that won't listen, that I take offence to, if that yeah. makes sense. Johnny, Johnny, what's yours? What brand has sorry, the biggest I had some technical difficulties there. <laughs> ego. The, the ego is literally there, bro. <laughs> I, tell you, no, I tell you what, my, my, my brand with the biggest ego is Beard Illusion. I'll tell you why, because every time I talk to him, he, he knows how good his butter is. And it's not even a case of, like, he has got fantastic butters. I'm not even going to deny. But he knows it as well. And he fucking rubs it in so much. It's unbelievable. On, yeah, on that I, point, I, I was... I, I don't mind a company that's got a big ego when they know that the products are good and you know that the products are good. It's when someone's got an ego and the products are absolute dog shit. Yeah. Like, oh, it's got a going. No, it's fucking not. Come I mean, like, come you company. Might, you might sound like a big ego and stuff, and it goes on about his packaging and blah, blah, blah. But to be fair, it's the best packaging around. You might go on about being a lotion saying he's got the best butter, but he's got the best fucking butter. Yeah. Now, I can't, I can't yet comment if it is the best butter because I haven't yet tried it. I've got it here, and it, it's on the list of things to do. But when I was, I was trading off some products on um, Cogger's Corner's uh, uh, drop, uh, that page. I forget what it's yeah. called. That's my mistake. And um, Beard Lucian actually approached me and they were like, you know, I'll buy that from you. Or would you prefer the best butter ever made? That was the, that was, that was the message I got. And I was like, I misread it. And I actually thought they were trying to trade me rune silks. Dark uh, was Dark Knight. <laughs> <laughs> and I, and, and that, that was my mistake. And I misread. I, I didn't know it was. I didn't know that's who I was speaking to because it was a personal page rather than like. And I was, I, I was like, oh yeah, I've already got that. Yeah, I've already got that. No, and and uh, and then I went, oh, fuck, I don't. I've made a mistake here, and I, I had to try and backpedal. I think it worked because I ended up getting it here, so it, it worked out alright. <laughs> So come on, Johnny, tell me a company. You, you you can't pass on this one. Biggest ego. Like I say, I don't I don't think ego is um ego's not a massive thing for me as long as they've got the they've got the shit. balls to back it up. Uh yeah, yeah, pretty much. As long as they can back it up, I don't I don't really care. Um like Andy, he's got for me, he's got the best packaging. Uh, Bead Lotion for me has got the best butter. John for me is combo of oil and balm. That's the best combo. Um, I'd love, you know, I can't I'm wait like to try butter. John's like butter because if he puts that much care and attention into oils, balms, everything else that came before the butter, I'm excited to see just how good that butter's going to be. With John, I, I, I totally, I totally agree. I mean, I like Andy's stuff. I really like it. I like John's stuff. For me, that's the best in beard feel for me. Um, Andy's stuff. Don't get me wrong, it's fucking shit top. But John, for me, just pips it to the post. I love his um, pasta. When, when it's so good. Stuff. I mean, it's, when, when it comes so to when it comes to Odin's beard, he's got a castor in it, and especially especially his butter. 
I wear that quite regular on a daily mm-hmm. basis, um, especially now with it being January, well, February, and um, it being that, just that cold, sharp air. I just find the caster in the beard. Yeah, absolutely. Just, just, just gives it that extra, that extra bit that it needs. I mean, it depends on what time. I mean, if I'm starting work at half past four, you know, four o'clock, half past four, and it's going to be fucking brisk, then I'll stick that in. If if I'm starting at nine ten o'clock and I know I've got all day, then I'll stick big fat beading because it's going to last me all day. If you know I want to treat wife, I'll stick Andy stuff in. Um, <laughs> it, it, all all these different brands have got all their own little quirks, and it depends on the time and the place as to what I wear stuff. Um, I mean, just as an all round general one. I'll wear drummer's cob because that's got, that's got castor oil in and stuff and, you know, the barn's got a really good hold. The, but, um, the drummer's cool butter, the lemon, is very, very good. Very yeah, good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean to, be, to be fair, I don't, I don't want to say this as an, as an harsh thing, but Rune Silks, Dark Knight, Beard Butter, I'd prefer that in a, in a, in a like, a daytime sort of scent because I, I feel it's a bit too claggy for a night time. I mean, I know it's a whipped butter and stuff like that, but I just feel for a night time, it's a little bit too thick. It's the cocoa. Um, the cocoa butter is very thick on it, yeah. Whereas throughout the day, if you are that throughout the day, it'd be fucking spot on, as long as it had like a daytime scent. Like if it were Revolution or Air or whatever else, I think it'd be spot on. But just for night time, I just think it's that little bit too thick to go to sleep in. See, this is amazing to have like these us four personalities here talking about this stuff because we have all four of us have a very, very different type of beard. Yeah, yeah, we have a very, very different type of beard. So, whereas the Rune Silk Dark Knight Butter for me is to this point that that's to this point right now, without trying some of the other stuff that I've got here, is in my top two that I've ever tried. Yeah, for for all the opposite reasons to what Johnny just said, that that at night time it 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 it's it's it gives me great nourishment for the night. Um, I wake up the next day, I sleep like a fucking baby when I use it. Um, <clears throat> but and that's what I accept. I accept though that my opinion on a product will differ to the three other people, for instance, that are in here. I, I accept that my opinion is going to be different to those people. That's why I watch Johnny's reviews, read Dan's reviews. I, I used to, I, I used to feel compelled to watch um, Andy's reviews, just like. <laughs> but, um, but I accept, I accept that about this community is that not no two bids. It's a bit like a snowflake, I guess. Uh, you get many of them in your chat, but no two of them are the same. You know what I mean? Like no two beers are the same. So something that works really well for me is gonna a thinner beard or a or is gonna be shit. It's gonna be shit. It's not gonna work as well. But you know you have to accept that in this community is that yeah something that I find excellent you might think is shit. Right. Last question. Okay. Um, so Russell, you're gonna go first on this. If you can take one aspect of Johnny's reviewing style and adapt it to your own, what would you take? And then, Johnny, that'll be the same back to Rusty. That, for me, is super easy, so easy as well. 
the way that Johnny approaches the comedic side of his review, uh, I find at times I'm too much like a robot, and having some having that edge like Johnny's got would would it wouldn't set me apart because then it just make me the same as that fucker down there, wouldn't it? But if I could be a little bit funnier at times, that would be that would be that would be nice. There you go. That's it. Johnny, so the comedic aspect. Johnny, if you could take one aspect of Rusty um, and adapt into your own, what would you do? Um, I know Rusty has some in-depth conversations with different data companies. Um, I don't always have that chat with them. Um, I basically just get the product and tell you what I think about it. But I know Rusty will... <laughs> And, you know, I'll go to and fro and stuff like that, which is some of that I, I really need to get on board with, really. So for, for me, it'd be just having, you know, a proper dialogue with, with the company. The, the behind-the-scenes type stuff, basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but Johnny, that comes with time, mate. I have I work four days on, four days off. So those four days off, I do a lot of – that's when I pick up all my – all the things that I've 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 left behind. I apologise to Andy last night because I haven't posted too much in terms of beard thing stuff because I'm doing the raffle and whatnot. The the sort of emphasis behind that is that I would spend the month posting this that and the other regarding beard things. But when I work, I shut off from social media. Then yeah. the days off I have, I I dive back into it. So it's just a time thing, mate. And you're a busy man, so. You know, it's fine. Lovely, right? So that is uh, that's your questions done. So thank you, James. Right. Before we go, then we're gonna do a question. We're gonna do a question for Dan, right? Because he's just put us for a ringer. It seems only fair, right? It seems and only Andy, fair. And Andy. <laughs> no, Andy, and Andy doesn't really review anymore, so it, he don't really count. <laughs> I just no, no, right. I'll fire this one to the pair of you. You can both answer it your own. It's up to you. But your 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 go to. So you're not reviewing. You're not. You're not. There's nothing going on in your life. You are just opening your drawer, your cupboard, whatever it is. Your go to. Actually, my go to is nothing. I actually quite like going natural. Um, when. But- <laughs> no, I, I actually, no, I do. Genuinely, I, I like to go a, a day or two um, actually wearing nothing. Just because I review yeah. and I wear stuff so much, um, I actually like to have a day of just having nothing in my beard whatsoever. Um, but it, it, if I'm going product-wise, um, I've got two go-tos at the moment. And it's actually Ace of Blades or uh, Woodchop by Big Do you know what? Without even, I could have picked, I, I feel like I could have picked yeah, them out as well. They're kind of, Ace of Blades for me is just, because it's not overpowering and, and, and it's just, it's soft, it's subtle and it's nice. Um, it's got a. It's it's so different, um, and I just like Ace of Blade. So that's kind of. I've actually got it in now. Um, it's just kind of my go-to um, or or woodchop, just because I really really enjoy it. And that that's sort of my day my day sense. Um, nighttime, 
if I'm putting a butter in, because I, I tend to put a butter in in the nighttime. It's normally um, the rune silk because I, I, the rune silk um, after dark, um, dark night, or it's the beard lotion after dark. Um, they're my go-to nighttime scents. I've just been actually, and, and you know what? There's one other one as well. Um, Bart's Balm is a is a, a Scottish company, um, relatively unknown, um, and they've got like a very very strong lavender um, scent. And I kind of I actually mix that in with the um, uh, with the dark night or a balm a butter. And it just makes it massively strong on the lavender, stupidly strong. It's kind of, I shouldn't be doing it, but yeah, um, they're kind of my go-to. But yeah, Ace of Blades is Ace of Blades, Big Fat, and the Big Fat Woodshop. Ace mine. of Blades was my was my least my least favorite. Oh really? Yeah. So that, that's so cool how it's like everyone has. To, I mean, that goes back to what we we're just talking about. Like everyone's got. It's what I love about this. Is like reviews are reviews. Like you can review certain things, but you can't review. You can review your personal preference, but it's different for everyone. Like, to be honest, I think of all my scents, I probably agree with you, Rusty. I think of there all was my scents, this, there was this like back of the throat sharpness yeah. to, to um, uh, Ace sure. of Blades. Chris, you take care, my friend. I'll, Chris, see, I'll, I'll catch up with you soon, buddy. Uh, yeah, there was this like back of the nose, back of the throat like sharpness to to, yeah. to Ace of Blades that I just didn't get on with. Yeah. I think it's, it's the same for me. Like, I mean, I, I like all my scents. I mean, I design this, obviously, like them all, but there's always going to be ones I like more, I like least. I think for me, Ace of Blades is, um, I love it for one reason. It's like my background is nightclubs and bars, and I've drunk a lot of champagne, and I love champagne. And I like that scent because of the champagne, it smells fizzy, and it's nostalgic. It's a nostalgic scent that brings me back to my own career. But then, like, that, that question you just asked, like, what's your go-to? I have two. I have. I can split my go to two areas. One area. Oh, is Odin's Odin's beard butter. Yes, I, I, I mean, and, and only one in particular is the honey, tobacco, and black pepper. There's something about that. It's a really autumn scent. It's just beautiful. I love it. Um, but when it comes to like my own personal preference and my own time, <clears throat> my personal preference is just choosing random stuff. Waking up and saying, "How do I feel today?" I fancy a bit of sugar beard iron brew because I love that shit. I'm going to use that today. Or wake up and go, right, I fancy a bit of tartan tail. I fancy a bit of board biking. I fancy a bit of this. When, when I, like, I mean, I've got my own products, but I wear them just the same amount as I wear other products. I, I like that flexibility to try different stuff. So that's my personal time. But when it comes to spending time with my missus, it's always black oak. She is like an aphrodisiac. She loves it. And it's it like, might. It's, it's, Listen, it, it, I... it pays off for me. I didn't do. I did my review for your stuff on Vanilla Killer. There's a there's a small part of me that wish I did it on on the oak because, mate, there is something very very special about that scent. Yeah, it really is. And I, I, I'm not the type of person to blow smoke up your ass just because I'm talking to you, but there is something something very good. That that could trans that could transfer to many 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 different things. Uh, a, a cologne you could wear that on a yeah. night out. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, the candles. The ca I can imagine that candle must be an absolute it's, treat. 
my girlfriend's got it on in the room right now. It's I'm, I love it. I love it. It's but, that uh, that. I kind of there's a part of me that wishes Vanilla Killer wasn't your flagship because that one, if that was the one that you were just feeding, forcing down everyone's throat, it's an um, it's unbelievable, really good, so good. It's good man. And I feel I'm the, I'm the same I'm the same boat as you with my scent. So Vanilla Killer is my baby. It's the first one I nailed. I love it. I really love Vanilla Killer. But Black Oak for me is just it's my favorite. It's something about it. It's just. And for me, it's got that, again, it's got that nostalgic feel. So, like, what I used to manage bars, like cocktail bars. I love my yeah. cocktails. I love developing cocktails. And that one was heavily influenced by a cocktail we used to do. It was a plum old-fashioned. Um, we used to do a plum rum old-fashioned. So plum and rum, and I just te tested with that for ages and got like, other ingredients to go with it. And it's just a full-bodied aphrodisiac. <laughs> It's, 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 it, mate, no, it's a beautiful it's a beautiful beautiful scent that's that's done very well and and you get each i don't know how you guys feel about like some some of those complex scents you don't always get all of the complex scent yeah. the, the fragrances in but i feel like the uh the, the dark oak you do you pick up at some point each and every one of those scents which is yeah. which is quite rare i think i find that like you get hit with the plum first and then later on you get the dark chocolate and after a good few hours you get the kind of you get that kind of those base notes the patchouli and stuff and it, i don't know it, it just works good i think that that is my that's that is vanilla killer was my first one but if i'm honest black oak's my masterpiece i fucking love that 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 was that's well, my, that's my, that's why. That's why I hang my hat. <laughs> I tell you what, actually, I've got I've got a question for you too. Actually, um, so what if what company? If you could go to a company, and go right. I want your product. What company would you go to? Uh, and I tell you what, I, I tell you mine. Mine is actually uh, Face Fur, which I am lucky enough I will be getting. Um, I actually spoke to them ages ago. Um, on bearded bear reviews um and at the time they wasn't looking for any reviews um but i mine is face for i was desperately trying to sort of uh, review their type their stuff but if you could go to any company at all what company Do you mean that we haven't tried that we really want to try yeah which you, which you haven't tried someone you haven't tried yet but you are desperate to go i would actually really really like to review your stuff is there a company which you, you would do that to? For me, it's a new a newcomer to the industry. Um, guy from London, it's called Dan. It's it's like I'm gonna put it. It's like London Beer Club. Like um, let, me, let me have a look. Hold on. I, I need to fucking have a look at what it's basically a CBD, um, a CBD beard oil beard balm. London Beard Culture, and the guy. Is a, is sound as I've been speaking to him for, for ages, and he was he wasn't a reviewer, he was a beard tip guy. He'd do uh, videos on how to trim your beard, what's good for your beard. He never reviewed anything. He just spoke about beards, and he's just launched his own company, London, London Beard Culture. I haven't used his stuff. I've been speaking to him. We're gonna we're gonna do some cloud stuff. But I really really want to try his stuff just because it's all CBD infused. And eventually, I want to do. A CBD bottle, and I want to try his stuff. It looks just fucking. It looks really cool. So, Rusty, who is your? If you could get your hands on anyone, who would it be? 
it's a re- it's a really difficult one, mate. I think I've I've been fairly privileged that every company I've kind of looked at or looked for at some at some stage of their development, I feel like I've 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 had had the products. Uh, man, it's, it's that's a really that's that's a brutal question. Um, I tell you, have a think about it. We jump onto Johnny. Johnny, is there anyone which you could you'd love to get your hands on? I hate to say this, but it's American. Copper Johns. Copper Johns. Yeah, it's Nightfall scent because I watched Dan C, despite you thinking he's an arrogant cunt. Um, <laughs> I watched Dan C and his missus's review, and as soon as you smell it, it's like, boom, that's his day night scent. And obviously, he's quite a big reviewer, and he's smelled quite a lot of stuff. Um, and for her to have that reaction to that, that's some of that, I won't mind trying myself. I know we try to keep it UK based, and you know, there's all these different UK companies popping up, and we want to try with you as many as possible and, um, you know, give the UK audience's opinion on different scents and stuff. But that, that's for me, that's the one that I want to try the most this year is Nightfall by Copper Johns. That that do you know what, mate? I I think there's a part of me that agrees with you there, because those inland sea minerals that that he uses, you just don't see that shit anywhere else. There's no company in the world that used that's gone that deep into looking to what can be beneficial and found something as unique and as quirky as the inland sea minerals. The only problem I find for companies like that across the uh, across america especially we're talking about the emu oils and the uh uh the, the, all those types is that eventually america's gonna fucking just gonna it's gonna clamp down on that shit and all of those companies just are gonna disappear you yeah. can't tell me that i don't, I don't know inland sea minerals i guess are very very natural there's no i can't see any anything in that that a cpsr would say no you can't use but then there's the emu oils and the other things that yeah, but you, I don't know. you could probably you could probably use emu oil within a CPSR. Um, there's well, probably nothing wrong with it. But it's it, not it, called emu oil. It's called emu. <laughs> emu, emu. <laughs> yeah, whatever it is. I mean, you could probably use it, um, but it's um, uh, yeah, it, it's a bit of a funny one. And um, I mean. Something which I was speaking to John, John from Big Fat a little while ago, um, and I'm I'm not going to bring this question up yet, um, but so obviously what we do, uh, we review and we don't charge companies. Like we we just go out and we go, right? Uh, I, I'll review your product if you want me to. Um, so but that- at what at what stage do you think that you've got a big enough? Well, the, when yeah. do you say actually yes? Your review is going to cost you. It's going to cost two hundred quid. Is going well, to get me to review your product. Well, this is the question. So Dan C Bearded, Dan C Bearded charges four hundred pounds for a review. Dollars. Yep. Dollars. Yeah. Four hundred dollars. But, but but he isn't. He isn't. He isn't the most expensive in the from what I know. I've heard of a comp of a reviewer that is it's one thousand dollars. Jesus, man. Is to that get beard? your product on his channel. That beard tube. 
Yes. But, but, but this is the thing. I think that's where it crosses the line. There's a difference between a review and an advertisement. There's a review. The review is, a review, is a review. And there's an advertisement. It's different. It's, it's different. I think it's different. I'll be honest. I don't. I don't like Dan C. Bearded's stuff. Um, not he knows his stuff. I'm not even. I'm not going to deny it. It's a really cool. He guy. Was, I was he, a while ago, he really. But his presentation behind it, I find, is extremely poor. Maybe because it's like an American thing versus a British thing. Um, <laughs> that that I, I tell you that from time to time, Dan, it, it feels like you know I got a lot of respect for you as a as a person as a reviewer. Sometimes it feels like you want to go against the grain, like, and I don't really? want that to come across as me being an arsehole. No. But like, Dan, <laughs> Dan C. Bearded spends more time researching like one single carrier oil than a lot of us spend looking into like an entire review of a product. Yeah, like, no, it, I, 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 compl- I completely understand. I, I think he spends a lot of time looking at stuff and I do looking at porn and that's a lot. I've never said Dan C. doesn't know his stuff. He knows his stuff and he's extremely knowledgeable and I still think everyone has a lot to learn about him. Uh, and that's not my issue. I, I, I just find his presentation, the way he presents himself is just he's he's overly arrogant. He knows he knows his stuff, and he knows he knows his stuff, and okay. it's not good enough. Yeah. And at the at the end of the day, and this is kind of kind of almost the way which we present ourselves, sort of on here now. Um, sort of yes, we know our shit, okay, and we may not know as much as what he does, okay. Well, we try, we pretend we know our stuff, okay. <laughs> we're English, we're good bullshitters, but. At the end of the day, no matter whether you know your stuff or not, it's the way you present yourself. And it, once again, it comes back to branding. I don't like his branding. And it's the way you put yourself out. Like, I don't feel kind of like he's almost approachable. Um, and and maybe that's just the way I am. Maybe that's just the way kind of – because I've I've seen – the way he approaches companies. Uh, do you know uh, what? Now that you've gone a little bit more into it, I, 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 yeah, I can get on board with what you're saying. I can. <clears throat> I can. But going back to your getting paid for reviews, just while we've got a few companies in the chat, like, question for you guys. Out of the four of us here, you, you, wouldn't, you wouldn't pay any of us you wouldn't pay any of us to do a review for you, right? They just, it's I, not. I've got a good answer for that. Um, the only time I would pay, and it's and it's one of those input versus output, a business decision, input versus output. What am I going to pay? What's it going to get me? And then you've got to look at a who, who's doing your review. What's their audience? Is their audience like, what's the, well, first of all, what's the size of their audience? But also, where is their audience? Is that where, where it is? How much is it cost me to send it there? Um, also, is their audience some? Is it is it full of people that would would actually like my product? Um, it, it's what's the return on investment on that review advertisement? So I think so. I would I would pay, but it depends on what is my analysis on that person on their review style. Will it work? Will it get me a return? Because I don't believe in I believe in paid adverts. I mean, you have to as a businessman. You have to like pay for adverts especially this day and age. But then when it comes to reviewer, I'm only get, 
I don't know. I, I don't think I'm going to pay for reviews. I, I, I just, I, I want it to be open and honest. And I'm happy to send my stuff free for reviews. I'm happy to do that. But I, I, I don't know. Paying for a review is... Can I, can I give my opinion as a reviewer? Right. So when, when I was younger, I did 18 years with the tie boxing. And I started getting good. I started getting to... Um, paid fight, shall we say. And I lost interest because it, became, it went from being a hobby to a job. When I was younger, I used to race motorbikes. Um, when I was 16, I went in British Supermoto Championships and it went from being club racing to racing where I had a sport psychologist who would fucking <laughs> review how I were riding and how my mental health were. I lost interest. As a reviewer, I enjoy just buying products and just reviewing them for fun of it. If someone wants to send me smart for free, fantastic. But I never ask someone to pay me to review the product. If someone wants to send me something for free, like like yourself, Andy, you give me those stuff for free. You know, if if I if I decided there was shit, I'd say look the shit. If I, you know, if I decided that I liked them, I'd say I liked them, but I don't expect to be paid for my opinion. You know, just free beer products is is enough for me. Um, and if I have to buy them, I have to buy them. I've I've no problem with that. I'm a working class lad. Um, I, I have no preconceived ideas. I have no expectations. Um, I mean, beer lotion is beer butter is the best I've ever I've ever tried. I paid for it, but the the reason why I pay for it is because that's then my opinion, it's not, it's not a, a paid opinion, if you, if you get what I mean. Yeah, yeah I get you. Yeah. I think, think, think you've oh, got to try this product. I say, yeah, I'll try it. How much is it going to cost? Fuck all, I'll just send me the product, I'll try it for you. Yeah. And that's it. I think another thing to remember as well is when it comes, there's a big difference between small batch beard companies and big beard companies that have a lot of fucking money in corporate you know, back in with investors. Like me, for example, John will vouch for this, and I'm sure everyone else who owns a brand, like myself, will vouch for this. I'm a one-man band. It's just me. For, for me to start this company, so lockdown happened, lost my job. For me to start this company, I sold my car. I invested all my savings. I was about to buy a house. Chose not to. Chose to take a risk. Invested everything into this. So like I, I look at my PL, I look at my business account, just thinking, right, what can I afford? Shit, so you're scraping by every month. What can I I want to develop new products? So I need to save every penny I possibly can to invest into growing the business. So like if, I, if I'm gonna be, I mean, I'm happy to I'm happy to send myself out for free in that, but then it's like for, to pay for reviews, it's like it's a it's a risk. It's a risk, you know. And it's where, where, where's like your money best spent? And for me, it's developing good products, sending it out for free, having to review it, tell me your feedback and how can I improve it. Spending money on something, it, it can be tough because you, we don't have a lot of money. Like I put all my savings into this stuff. And um, you've got to be really careful about it because you can easily go bust, especially in this day and age. Do you know, I'm glad, I'm glad that John's got an opinion on this because... <clears throat> I think the setup that John has at Big Fat is a setup that I've pitched 
to other companies that I think uh, would benefit from that kind of setup. So the fact that John has his, um, he has his uh, ambassadors and whatnot that he sends his stuff out to. Uh, and, and from what I understand and the way I look at things, none of them are particularly biased just because they're an ambassador. They seem very standoffish. They'll be very honest about the things that they receive from John. And the fact that he has that little network is super beneficial to John. It means that he can, he can tweak products and play with products until the cows come home using these guys as guinea pigs. And that is yeah. not that that's not his, that's not by design. That's not because he wants guinea pigs is he's met a group of people that are like-minded that think along his lines, etc. Yeah. And I he's think- managed to, he, he uses them to, to, to use his product and create the best possible product yeah. that he can. Yeah. And it's yeah. something I would, I would urge so many company companies to do to yeah. find like four or five guys that, you're, you that that are a fan of you that not not because you send them shit for free, but they're a fan of the products that you make. Yeah, and they'll give you honest honest feedback every time you send them something. Whether it's like this is the fucking worst thing I've ever put on my face. I honestly felt like my skin was gonna peel off. To this is the greatest thing ever, and everything in between. And that's, and and. That's, That's why John way. produces great stuff because he has great, honest people around him. In, That's, That's just yeah. my opinion. That's, as you said, that's not always the case. It's because uh, there are honest people out there who want to, who obviously want to tell him the truth. Um, you are going to get ambassadors who are going to just say, yeah, it's amazing, um, and that's it. I think it's something which um, so Facebook have done, um, and obviously you, you know I'm very <clears> – <throat> I'm very involved in the community. I, I know a lot of which kind of goes on. Um, and Facebook have been sending their stuff out um, to, to people to get honest reviews. Um, and I, I've sort of known that they've been, what feedback they've been getting. Um, and it's all very, very positive with something which they're going to be coming out very soon. Um, but that's the only way which you're going to know whether your product is actually any good is whether you can get actually honest feedback and whether that is by your ambassadors or whether that's through people within the community, you have to trust that um, sort of information which you're getting back. And it's a very fine line between having people which you know, who's going to give you honest feedback and people who, which are going to just be yes men, if you know what I mean, and just say, yeah, that's amazing. That's amazing. And it's genuinely not. Um, and I I've think had, that... I've had just enough. I think I've just had just enough alcohol now to to call oh, out those yes men. Are we going We will go back. However, before we go there, I want to touch on this question, which is, uh, has been brought to us. Um, so, when someone gets paid for a review, uh, and they uh, and they they don't like it, can sort of how can you explain that? So. I'd like to think that that person's got a set of bollocks. Oh, yeah. and that's the reason why. About to say that, I'm literally about to say that. Because if you if you put five hundred quid in my bank account and said do a review for me, and the product was shit, I'm still gonna tell you it's shit. Yeah. Regardless of the five hundred quid. Yeah. 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 I mean, it's something we sort of as uh, sort of as as reviewers, there are different ways which. 
Um, I mean, uh, companies say to us, oh, look, you can do um, like an, uh, an affiliation code, uh, which obviously with every review, which which every positive, uh, it's, it's not, that's not even the way to explain it. Um, so with every code which is used, we get a kickback. Obviously, that's how an affiliation code works. Uh, that's great. Then, then, uh, that's, then that's the difference between being paid by a yeah, company yeah, and that, to have... So there's a there is a slight difference, but that is another way of getting kickback. It's another uh, variation, yeah, for yes. sure. So obviously you can do that, but you can do the same. You can say it's an amazing product, and then you mail your people in to get uh, to get the product, and then you get some type of kickback. And the same as sort of that initial outlay of turning around and going, right, I'm going to charge you whatever a hundred pound um, to, to to do this review. And then if you say shit, you say shit. But if you don't get nothing off of it, then it doesn't matter because you've really got your money. Um, at the end of the day, the way we do it, it's very much a case of we just if if we pay for our products or if we get sent a free product, great, fantastic, even better. Um, and it's it's a case of we give honest reviews, and it's it's an opinion. At the end of the day, it is an opinion. If you can turn around and go right, I think your product's good. It's good. If it's not, it's not. But it's very much a case of have the bollocks to to stand there and go, right, this is my opinion. And you kind of go from there. And sort of as as, as sort of Facebook, as, as Annette's just said, every review which these companies do, their hearts are in their mouth because yep. you're going to be getting feedback and it's going to be going out to the public one way or another. Um, On that note, is the same for me as a reviewer. Yeah, yeah of course. As it is. well. See, that's yeah. the that's the difference. See, so because no fucking no, there's no fucking person that pays me any money to do this. Yeah. So when I do it, I'm putting everything out there for someone to fucking scrutinize. So if a company comes back to me and they're like, I, what you said, I hate what you said, everything shits like like that would like you wouldn't you probably wouldn't see a review out of me for a couple of months because that would just knock me right back and I, I just i like to feel that what i say and the, the the things that comes out and the reviews and the honesty is is just exactly that it's my opinion it's honest it, and it and it's free for everyone to listen to but yeah. it isn't to the point where i feel that it's going to be negative that is going to impact me as an individual. I think for me, it's all about managing your own expectations. And um, so for me, when I send my stuff out, I'm not expecting a good review. I'm not expecting a bad review. I'm expecting the honest and open opinion from the person that I sent it to. And that's what it's all about. And then when you mix that in with paying for it, um, you, you've got to remember, like, what are you paying for? let's like when you're going to send your stuff out to someone and pay them for a review manage your expectations are you paying for an advert or are you paying for a review set that out in stone before you do it and then you're going to know what's, what's going to happen um if you're paying money for a review and the reviewer said you can pay me for this but i am going to give you my honest opinion and i've been off i've been offered um you know, reviews for money and they have said to me I'm going to get, I don't care, I, I, this is what I charge, but just to spell it out to you, I'm going to give you my honest and open opinion. Yeah. And then if I pay for that and it's really bad, 
I'm not going to go, oh, fucking that shit. Like, okay, cool. I'm going to accept that because that's what it is. And yeah. I don't, I, I, and that's the thing. I wouldn't pay for a review that's going to be good because I'm paying for it. I want, I want an open, honest review, and that's the whole point. Yeah. It's a gamble. It's a risk. How much? How, how big are your balls? How confident are you in your products? If I'm going to send some stuff out, say like Dancy did, <laughs> and he wants to charge me four hundred quid for a review, um, I'm only going to do it if I know my product is fucking amazing. Which yeah. Well, you send you send your product to America, right? That's fifty notes, four hundred notes on Dan to do your review, right? That means he's got to make you a bare minimum of five hundred five hundred sterling to make it work for you to see anything off that. Depending on depending on your, your gross profit margin on your products as well. Like for me, they're probably about six hundred quid worth of sales. Seven hundred worth of sales. But he's reached his reach as well. His reach is phenomenal. Yeah. So he's got the reach to be able to put that out there. So it is a way up of whether the reviewer is actually worth the money which they're trying yeah. to put yeah. the in. It's, it's, it's a business decision. It's how, how confident are you in your products? How good are they? Is it going to be worthwhile? But also, there's a gamble in there as well. I don't know the reviewer's personal preference. Are they going to like my stuff? Well, my stuff's good. Most people say it's good. But that one person I'm paying, are they really not oh, going to no. like it? Am I going to waste some money? It's, you've got to, it's input versus output again. Exactly. You've, got to, you've got to weigh it up. And, and also, you've got, you've, got to, you've got to be prepared. You've got to be prepared. And ready for damage control to someone to say it's shit. It's, it's going to happen. Someone's not going to like it. My my opinion, with my personal opinion, and I'm a reviewer, which means at some point some fucker's going to say to me, "Is some money." Like if if I get to that stage, but I don't I don't want to be paid. Facts. That's truth, Johnny. I don't know what you feel, mate. But I don't no. want a company to approach no. me and say, "Here's is a hundred quid." Will you review review my product? I want to when I when I I want nothing tying me into saying it's good. I want to be able yeah, to give yeah. to my to my I'm, community, I'm my little community, that that when mm. I say it's good or bad or shit or wh whatever I say, I want them to know that it came from me, not because someone gave me some money. No, I'm, I'm, I'm thing... I mean, if I if I had thirty five thousand subscribers. I'd still say, look, if you want to send your product out for free, send it out for free. I'll give you my honest feedback, but I don't, I don't want paying for it because, like I've said previously, I've done tire box, I've done racing. It's gone from being a hobby to a fucking char. This, this for me is a hobby. Like Spartan Marriott will tell you, you know, it started getting anxiety, it started get, you know, it started overthinking stuff. Yeah. To me, this, 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 I do it because I enjoy it. I don't do it as a as a job. I don't do it to get paid. Um, you know, if Andy's products were shit, I'd say Andy, your products are fucking shit. And I don't prepare to say that because I don't expect to be paid. It's just, it's just a hobby. It's just something I enjoy doing. I'll um, go for a piss. I, I, I'll be I back. Enjoy the, I enjoy the beauty community. That's why I've started. That's why I've joined. That's why I've joined. Um, Black Shire Vikings because I've come across some fucking great people. Yeah. Um, it's, it's it's not a job to me. My job is driving a fucking bus. That, 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 that's my job. You know, my hobby is is reviewing beer products. And I don't want to be harsh with people. I don't, you know, I don't want to, you know, um, give 
companies, you know, I don't know what to say to them, oh, yeah, it's great, blah, blah, blah. But I just feel for me it's a hobby and, you know, my honest opinion will come through regardless whether the product's good or whether it's bad. I don't want any money from it because then it becomes a fucking chore then. I was like, no, I like the flat bottle. I'll buy that. Yeah, it smells good. Oh, it smells shit. Here's my feedback. You know, and like like with Andy, I, I said to him straight away, this smells different than this. And Andy said, oh, it's leather. But I saw Sean, uh, a.k.a. Trinity Beards, and he said, fucking hell, that smells a bit weird. It smells different to what I've yeah. got. That's because we're totally different. Totally different batch, with yeah. something totally different. Yeah, man, that, that was a that was a nice one. Both agreed. We both agreed. Fucking, I said, brilliant is this. Yeah, um, that that was that was a blessing in disguise. So what happened with that is I, my supplier for vanilla, sent me out a bottle that was labelled vanilla, and I've made my vanilla killer a bunch of times, so I know the exact measurements I do. I make it out done, and it wasn't till. It wasn't until I sent it out, but I smelled it myself, and I was like, that smells very different. And they sent me vanilla, a bottle, but it had almond in it. I was like, it still smells really fucking good, but it's different. And it wasn't too like, because a couple of people said, and I noticed myself, I was like, that's wrong. So everyone I sent it to, I recorded them all, sent them out the proper one. And not only did I like, it's good to get the feedback because it actually allows me to fucking realize what's wrong, but also, that has inspired me to create a new scent with almond now. I want to do something with almond because it fucking yeah. smells good. Ooh. And that's, that's the whole thing. That's what I love about this. The community is brilliant. You get great feedback. And, uh, and and it's like people genuinely want to help you. Like they want to help you. And it's like value that opinion from people. And it's, yeah, it's good, man. I love it. It's good I shit. Right. I sent you a message saying, fucking hell, this smell nowhere near vanilla, vanilla killer. Yeah, you. I've, I've I've changed out leather, and I thought, fucking, hell, that's made a massive difference because that leather. And then I, I, spoke, I spoke, I spoke to yourself, I spoke to Dan, and I said, oh, you know, it smells totally different. It smells a bit like jute. The crispness you get from the from the, from the fragrance, it smelled like an aftershave. Yeah, and I couldn't really, I couldn't send it to Dan because he's down in Kent. But then obviously Sean came on. So he was gone smell it's like fucking hell, that smells well good. Mm. That's, because the, that's because the vanilla were replaced by almond. Yeah. I've got and a great question. A million miles away. It's obviously it's smelling like, oh fucking hell, that's, that's well good, is that? Yeah, yeah. I've got a I've got a great question by John, um, which I, I want to jump on the quick. So what makes a reviewer credible? Um, so, if, opinion. If uh, opinion. So, yeah. So, obviously, it's all based on opinions. Um, we're all there. We're all given our opinions. But why? Why is your opinion better than Dancy Bearded, or why is Dancy Bearded better than mine? Um, obviously, Dan Dancy Bearded should never be better than Dandy Bearded. Let's be totally honest. All right. Let, oh, so, what, this why? is almost like this question is almost like an audition for yeah. each of us to say exactly. to John. Send me your product. That's kind of what this is, right? So, if if you were to send me, John, if you were to send me some product for you to, to for me to put on my YouTube channel, or the it. reason okay. the reason that that would be beneficial to you is because what I say is 
my just it's purely my opinion. It's on, but I don't. It's not like I go and watch other people's reviews and cherry pick things that they say. It's my my honest and complete pure opinion. Now, having said that, you might not fucking like my opinion. <laughs> that that's the that's the that's the key that's the key thing right there. Is um yes, me and John get on. We speak from time to time outside of reviewing, just a hello, how are you? Not that often, mind. But if if you want someone to review your product, you need to A know that they're a decent person. You need to have an opinion of them. Yeah. <clears throat> Not just send some random fucking guy a bunch of stuff and say, please hope, like, please say good things about, like, you need to know that this guy, you need to have seen a bunch of their videos beforehand. Yeah. See, John was one, John was quite early on my review spectrum. If you want, <clears throat> it was one probably in the first, so within the first 10 companies, 10 products that I tried. Uh, the same as uh, Net at Facebook. Uh, she was this actually like the first time I ever tried Facefair was the second review I ever did on my YouTube channel. Um, so for that for me means a lot that, that, that Net comes back <laughs> repeatedly um, and wants me to review products again. It means that I did something right when I reviewed their products. And and that that it's hard. Don't don't pay a fucking reviewer. There's too many of them. No, yeah. don't pay them. We're not talking about paying. We're talking about credibility. So, so I, 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 uh, a couple of things I want to add into this uh, credibility for reviewer thing. I think absolutely, as as uh, you know, as just said, you know, honesty, openness, and that is is a big thing. But I also do think I've done reviewing myself and now in a company. Like, I, I think that. There's little things that we overlook. I think the quality of the of the actual review, like what's the video quality, what's the audio quality, yep. what's how much effort they're putting in. Um, are they just saying it's good? Are they going into it more in depth? How much? How deep do they go in? What research do they do? Also, also, the person themselves are they influential? Is that person influential? Is that someone I want to look up to? Do they look good? How does how does their beard look? Do they have a good beard? Like if I if I want to like look at a review, yeah, that's yeah. Like, do they have a good beard? Like, if, if someone's reviewing something, they've got a shit ass beard. It's like got about five hairs here, three here. I'm not going to listen to them. I'm not going to take it. They, they, they lose they lose credibility. They need to have a credible look. They need to look. They need to speak well. The video quality needs to be good, and they also need to have like experience as well. And they need to have a lot of reviews underneath their belt. And it takes time as a reviewer to build that up. It can yeah. take years to build that up. And it's, um, that's what I'd look for. Not just, yes, absolutely, honesty, openness, and their own personal opinion, but what, what effort, I need to see effort behind the reviewer and what they're doing. Like, what's your background like? What's your video quality, your audio quality? Um, and how, what, who are you? you know, why, why should I listen to you? You know, coming coming from a man who sent his product out to fucking everyone. Hey, come on. <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, do you know what? Do you know what? Right? Andy did what Andy did because he just wanted coverage. Uh, yeah, yeah. Okay. Right. 
regards regards to a reviewer, right? The way I see it, <laughs> this is the way I always present it back to, to to a company, right? If a company is prepared to invest in me, then I have to be able to give something back to the. To, to, I have to be able to give something back to the company. So the yeah, review. Yeah. What what Dan gave me back was a blowjob. Just just saying. Anyway. But do you know what? I don't even make products, Andy, and he gave me one. <laughs> <laughs> it's true, though, but at the end of the day, if somebody is prepared to invest in you, you have to be able to give them back something. So it's you have to dedicate time. You have to dedicate your your knowledge, which you have. If you're prepared to go a little bit further than sort of everyone else and sort of invest in time in sort of knowing in essential oils or carrier oils and stuff like that. Great. Okay. But all you're doing is you're investing in yourself and pushing yourself further to be able to go more. At the end of the day, as I said, it credibility comes from you and how far you want to push yourself. You can be someone who at the end of the day, you, you can have like a hundred followers on Instagram, say. But if a company comes to you and go, right, I will give you my product for free. I want you to review it. Is how far are you going to invest in that company to be able to push it? If it is a good quality product, are you prepared to push and go, right, I'm, I, I want to push it because I like it um, and go from there? Obviously, there's only so far which you can go because you, as a person, you've only got so far as a reach. But can you go, right, I like this product. This is this is why I like it. But you've got to explain why, X, Y, and Z, why. But this we've spoke about this already this evening, right? And uh, your bid, Dan, is different to my bid. Yeah. And my bid is, again, different to Johnny's bid. It's not about beads. We all, we all review products, but my opinion on a product is going, it, it just is going to be yeah, massively are, different are to you both yours and Johnny's. Yeah, but are you prepared to go as far as I'm prepared to go to give the reach to what I'm But does that, make, does that make your opinion um, uh, greater than mine or Johnny's? Just no, because no. You're, you're prepared to go an extra... No, of course not. It, all it means is that a company, it companies get more out of. Uh, not that I'm saying that they actually do get more out of me, out of you, but I'm saying in in that sort of actual aspect, if I'm prepared to go further than what you are, that company is going to get more out of me than what they are out of you. So ultimately, in the long run, and that's what it boils down to, isn't it? Is yeah. is who am I going? Who? Which one of these plethora of reviewers is going to blow this most smoke up my ass or the most damage because obviously yeah i yeah, may, fair. I may and that, and that's what i'm talking about it's about from, from my perspective it's about like i what i want honestly and actually going back to like paying for reviews what am i paying for am i paying for the review or am i paying for the opinion how good, how much do I value that opinion? For example, for me with Dan C. Bearded, I value his opinion a lot because he knows his shit. But is his opinion worth 400 quid? And it's, but how am I going to balance that? 
And it's, and it's the same for when I'm looking, when I'm setting stuff up for free. I mean, when I'm setting stuff up for free, I'll happily send it up for free to every fucking reviewer because I want, I, I'm not sending stuff up for free to get smoke on up my ass. I'm sending out stuff for free to get as many opinions from people that have tried lots of products. And it's not about me weighing them up and who's going to give me the most benefit, the most, the, 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 the least benefit. It's, I just want the most data I can possibly get from as many people who actually, who actually know their shit. And it's, and I think for me, the reviewers, it's identifying reviewers that know their shit. And, a, but the thing is, a lot of reviewers do not know their shit. A lot of them don't know their shit. And <clears throat> I, it's, who, who am I going to give it for free? Who am I going to, you know? So obviously, what almost just said does, um, so he disagrees. Damage doesn't mean you're a good reviewer. No, completely right. But I think, I, I think it means you're a good reviewer. I think, I think causing damage, I think causing damage, uh, it doesn't necessarily mean you're a good reviewer, but it shows oh, I, you've got the balls to be honest. So, I, Johnny, so obviously, if you, so you're there, you, you've said earlier that um, obviously, black box, you didn't have a great opinion. Um, you've tried to speak to the, the to the company. Um, you didn't get at the company at the time. You didn't get great feedback. Just, I just but, need like two minutes. I'll be right back. But does does that mean all of a sudden you're not a good reviewer, or is it a case of you are still a good reviewer, but you're giving that opinion out? So obviously, damage doesn't necessarily mean you're a bad reviewer, or or, or even a good reviewer. Well, I mean, from nourishment points of view. Which is obviously the Embiid field, and um, you know how. What, what what's the word? Um, when I wore it, my beard felt soft. It felt nourished, but as a scent side of it, it was not there. Now I chose the scent myself based on the scent profiles. And I thought, oh, you know what? I really fancy that. I got it, smelled it out of the bottle. Yeah, it smelled great. I put it in my hands, it smelled great. I put it in my beard. Well, fuck all there. Um, I was disappointed. Whereas John or Andy, you know, I looked at the scent profile, I thought, yeah, I fancy that. Let's have it. I got John's products. The beard felt great. It smelled like it was described. And uh, it smelled like like it was described, and it felt good in my beard. Um, that's all I want. I want my beard to feel nice, nourished, hydrated. Um, I want to have that particular scent smell on my beard. That's all I want as a reviewer. If so, if, if somebody says, "Oh yeah, you know, smell this. It smells great." Blah 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 blah, and it lasts ten minutes, then it's defeat of the object. Because yeah, you know, I mean, personally, as a reviewer, I won't buy or ask for scents that I don't like because I, I feel, I feel if, if you ask for a scent that you don't particularly enjoy, then your review is going to be shit. No, no. Um, this is this is where, at the end of the day, as a reviewer, you don't have an opinion on a scent whether you like it or not. You're you should be impartial no matter what. 
And then the day, if you don't like a scent, I hate coffee. I hate coffee scents, that type of scent. But you have to appreciate a coffee scent for me. I have to appreciate a coffee scent, whether it lasts or whether it doesn't last. That doesn't make a product good or not. It just means you don't like that individual scent. That's where I'm a little bit. You've just made me think of something, actually. And this is something that I, I, I've just realized I want to change what I do. So when a reviewer approaches me, they'll say, do you mind if I review your products? I'm like, yes. And I will say to them, which ones do you fancy reviewing? And they'll tell me which ones they fancy reviewing. Because it's because they'll be like, I like the sound of these ones. I think maybe I should stop doing that and saying, okay, cool. I'm going to send you some of my stuff. Because they're going to get the most honest and open feedback. Because I don't want a reviewer just to try the things that they found that, that they like. Because they're going to like it. I'd rather send my stuff to a reviewer. Like send them my whole kit and go, right, which ones do you like? Which ones do you not like? Send me your open honest feedback. I think, you need to try, I think when you review a company, don't just review one product. Get the whole lot and then give your open honest feedback, I think. You gotta, you gotta be honest because at the end of the day, like I said, I don't like coffee. I hate coffee. I hate tobacco. So, but when people send me them type of scents, I can't judge. I can't. You can't stand there and go, "This product is shit because of it's got coffee in it." It doesn't make a product shit. It just means I don't like that type of scent. All it, but if I'm getting. A 10-hour Rusty's absolutely legless. He's gone. Um, if I'm getting a if I'm getting a 10-hour scent of coffee, all it means is that it's a good scent. It's actually a good scent, but I just don't like the scent. And this is where you've got to be impartial. And this is something I was I was talking to John from Big Fat Beard about. Um, just just because I don't like a scent doesn't mean it's good. Because I have to stand here and I go because like. Johnny, you might love coffee scents, but just because my opinion of a coffee scent, which I don't like, doesn't mean that you won't like it. And this is where you've got to be impartial. You've got to turn around and go, right, this is the scent. It's a coffee scent. It's X, Y, Z. It lasts for nine, ten hours. Or if you're not into that um, sort of saying how long it lasts, that's fine. But if you turn around and go, right, it lasts nine hours, fine. That, that, it is what it is. But all I'm saying is, at the end of the day, a coffee scent is a coffee scent. It doesn't mean it's a bad scent. It just means that it's not a scent for me. And that's where you've got to be impartial. And that's that's kind of where the balance is. <clears throat> Rusty is about two minutes away from laying in bed, um, having a good time. This is, um, turn, no, no. This, is turn, this is turned into an OnlyFans live stream. Uh, <laughs> um, I know. I, had to, I, I was in the bedroom... The wife wanted to go to bed. I had to swap. Oh my god! It is what it is. Um, <laughs> Hello, good night. It is, but lads, we are um, two hours and ten minutes into the podcast, and I think what we do, we'll probably leave it there for tonight. Are you joking? We are. No, we are. We're literally we're, we're two hours. We're two hours, over two hours in. Yeah, These so podcasts to be about an hour, hour and a half long at that. Um, we want to keep it short and sharp, but we've gone way over. But what I do want to say is thank you very much for Rusty and Johnny for joining me and Andy tonight. Um, it's been a massive pleasure. So if you do want to jump onto Instagram, 
jump onto Rusty Reviews um, or you jump onto Rusty Reviews YouTube, make sure you do follow him. Um, if you do want to jump onto Instagram and obviously jump onto the Bearded Yorkshire Lad, you will find him. Johnny, your YouTube is Bearded Yorkshire Lad as well, is it not? Yeah. Yeah, so once again, make sure you do jump onto Bearded Yorkshire Lad. Make sure you subscribe and go from there. Um, gentlemen, it's been an absolute pleasure. And what I do want to say... A couple is... of bits. Couple of hold bits. on. Give me two minutes. Give me two minutes. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> um, what I do want to say, I want to say thank you to everyone who has stayed with us so far. Um, it's been It's been a long night. Um, it's been longer than what probably what we would normally do. But once again, thank you very much. Um, to Big Fat, you're still here with us. Scott Evans, you're still here with us. Um, Annette from Facefur, um, once again, massive thank you very much. Dave Wallace is still here. And everyone else who, who is still here with us, thank you very, very much. Um, Andy, go for it, mate. You finish two, two bit, two bit. Number one, number one, 5K giveaway live right now. I've just hit 5K followers. Thank you very much, people. Um, you need to do to enter this. I'm giving away uh, the essentials kit. So it's the beard cleanser combo, beard oil, beard balm of the gold chapter, and also beard oil, beard balm of the black chapter, as well as one of these. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Give me a sec. Give me a sec. Oh, oh. I I ain't even got one of these. Oh. Hold on, hold on. Oh, yeah. There we go. One of these. Also, a Beard Ting's bag. And, and a Shire Spirits candle. Um, to enter, you need to do... One of these. A neck beard, the cr- a creative, funny neck beard picture. Join in. There's been some fucking brilliant ones so far. I've been in tears laughing. Um... There's a couple. There's a. I can't. I can't decide who's winning yet. There's some fucking good ones. Another one. I want to uh, shout. I want to see Annette. Annette. I want to see you do it. <laughs> the other one. The next ten orders on Beardings for Credit UK gets a free scented Beardings candle. It's either going to be Vanilla Killer or Black Oak. But the next ten orders are going to get a free candle. That's all I've got to say. Hold on. What do they? Uh, what do they get? Get one of these. Tell me something special. Lovely. That's it. No, you can do. You can use that. Use that. For fuck's sake! <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Fuck right off. <laughs> <laughs> No, but honestly, I'm not. I'm not, e- I'm not even sad. I don't have a beard things discount code. I'm not even upset about it. Ah, you want one? I'll give you one. You got one. Fifteen <laughs> live. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Here we go. He's doing it now. Oh, and and there is uh, she's going to get her beard on, and she's going to get involved herself. So uh, I, I literally, I want to see this. So Annette, do me a favour. Tag Rusty me in it as well. Live now. Live fifteen, they, and they do me a favour, oh, tag oh. me in it as well. Um, I just want to see what's the. Uh, what's it, and uh, what about what, what John Johnny fifteen? What are we going to say, Johnny fifteen oh, or Yorkshire, Yorkshire lad? lad fifteen? Yorkshire lad fifteen. Yeah, Johnny, Johnny just. 
<laughs> doesn't sound right. Um, but yeah, once again, thank you very much. Um, so, Johnny, top tip. Go for it. Right. So, we've all got these masks somewhere, these fucking chin bags. <laughs> fucking wow. things. I don't know what's going And yourself, Dan, are wear spectacles. Literally, just pull it where your nose goes, stick it on. Bish, bash, bosh. Do you look a cunt? Absolutely. But look, you're a fucking dint in your beard. And <laughs> wait, wait, contact, what the fuck? What the fuck did you just do? Blend it, blend it. <laughs> and and if you wear contacts or you don't wear glasses at all because you've got 2020 vision, you're twats. <laughs> Stick a little bit of blue tack where nose goes. Fucking sits like a glove. Honestly, bit of blue tack there. Work it on. Can't, can't do that. <laughs> nice. <laughs> nice and easy. You don't have to wear this beard king's fucking shoulder. Just a little cheap 10p thing. Fuck a, fuck a hoodie. Just just get a 10p, yeah, uh, 10p mask. But, but you can also do this. There you go. You can be, you can become a Cobra Kai ninja. Exactly. Uh, yeah. so once again, lads, thank you very much. So if you haven't already, jump onto Rusty Reviews. Make sure you you uh, subscribe onto the YouTube or subscribe onto the Instagram. Make sure you jump over to Bearded Yorkshire Lad. Make sure you subscribe and jump onto his Instagram. I would say Andy Black, but you know what? Fuck Andy Black. Let's do us all a favour. Jump onto beardtings.co.uk subscribe and go from there and if you're not obviously jump onto my website uh, subscribe and go from there thank you very much for everyone who has turned up today we love each and every one of you who have turned up thank you very much andy finish it off for me stay bearded peace out peace out brother